Today's bonus episode of Animation Aficionados features outtakes from our conversations with Ren and Kitty Hawk. I was watching a documentary on uh, on horror movies in the United States, the history of horror movies, and uh, right. And the thing is, I was expecting like something that's actually like a real history of horror movies. I mean, they got all the directions and everything. They turn into this whole right wing versus left wing political bullshit. I'm like, oh my god. Uh... I'm like, why can't you just talk about the movies yeah. instead of saying, I, I fucking hate Ronald Reagan. I'm like, what, what's this got to do with Dawn of the Dead other than the fact that you're not relevant anymore, George Romero, and you kind of suck as a filmmaker now? Yeah. You know, one of the most recent episodes of Retronauts did something like that. I'm like, come on, Bob. Because he, he, uh, he, he... Most he, of the time he doesn't do that. Yeah, most of the time he doesn't do that, but he, he had a show where it was about, like, uh, how media would portray video games back in the 80s. And he had a report by John Stossel. And I understand people don't like John Stossel. But what John Stossel was doing had nothing to do with politics. And he was actually fairly positive about video games. Wow. And for some reason, Bob took this really negative approach to it. I'm like, what was this episode even about, Bob? And I really – I kind of gave him a hard time about it. But I, I kind of backed off after a while because I'm like, I don't, want I don't want him to think he, I hate him or anything because I don't. I like Bob. <laughs> But still, I was like, come on. I'm like, why don't you just talk about the movies themselves, the inspirations yeah. from other cultures and stuff like that, instead of, you know, right. I fucking hate Ronald Reagan. It's like, yeah. really? It's like, it's like, well, what does it have to do with anything? You're right. It's like they're talking about Ronald Reagan fitting into Freddy Krueger. I'm like, wait, wait oh what's, my what's, God. what's this bullshit now? It's crazy. I'm like, what, what's this bullshit now? Like, why can't you just... Talk about your movies. Are your movies actually that unnotable that you can't talk about them? I mean, I mean, it's like, I mean, they were talking about, they were talking about they live, and they didn't mention once who starred in they live. They talked about Reaganomics the whole time. They didn't talk about who starred they live or what the plot was. It was oh all God. about Reaganomics. I'm like, so you're not going to talk about the fact that you had Rowdy Roddy Piper and 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 Keith David. You're going to talk about Reagan Freakonomics. I mean, really? Wow. I mean, Neil, if you're going to talk about They Live, what do you, what would you talk about? Uh, Roddy Piper versus Keith David. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, how out of touch are these directors now that they're just so far up their own asshole? Or... <laughs> well, they are. <laughs> we're, 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 they're talking about how everything, where everything has messages and stuff like that. Like, uh, yeah. like you know, they're saying, oh, the silent... You know, the silent majority are the zombies, is what George Romero says now. But back when he first made Night of the Living Dead, he was talking about how he he was like, oh, yeah, I totally ripped off Richard Matheson's uh, I Am Legend. (laughs) Since I replaced the the vampires with zombies. That's what he said when he made the fucking movie. Now he's talking about the silent majority. uh, Richard Dixon, I'm like. You're making shit up now. You're seeing connections that aren't even fair because you want to sound relevant. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Okay, I'm sorry. I just had to get that off my chest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, okay. uh, so uh, I just have to bring it up one more time. It's something Neil had been talking about in chat last week. Uh, so, some asshole online. It's uh, oh. Uh, I'm gonna bring I'm gonna bring this up as a tangent, and I'm gonna talk about my own personal story about my old friend in high school. Uh, uh-huh. Some asshole online who, who's named Darkside Phil calls himself like a, a a championship level Street Fighter player, but he he's totally a, a scrub. He's he's terrible uh-huh. at it, 
And uh, he he actually almost got recruited by Channel Awful until he got kicked <laughs> off Blip for good. And Channel Awful doesn't have their own revenue stream. They just rely on Blip for the revenue stream, which is why they're dying. But oh, that's nice. but but that's that's beside the point. The, the point is uh, he has all these sorts of rules about p- playing Street Fighter. Like you know, you can't counter pick. You can't. Uh, <laughs> you are shitty if you beat him if you use a pattern. Oh, come on. And, and all this other shit. It reminds me of this guy I knew in high school named Robert. <laughs> where Robert's like, okay, we're going to play street, some Street Fighter 2 against each other, but you're not allowed to use any fireballs or special moves. It all has to be just regular kicks and punches. If you do a special move, I get to get, I get, to get a penalty hit. Oh my god, it's like that little kid who couldn't play tag right, because you tag him and you cry. <laughs> and... And so Robert had all these other rules and stuff. Like it got to the point where it's like you can only play as Blanca. You can't use electricity. And then you know <laughs> he's like, "Oh my God, Ben, you suck! Oh my God, can't you do anything?" I'm like, "Really?" <laughs> so it's like, and and he he loved boxing video games too. He always got boxing video games. And then after I showed up one day, you know, he buys a game. The next day I show up at, and visit his house. And the day after he sells the game. Because what happens <laughs> is I find, I find the jab button. And apparently I have a thumb twitch that he doesn't know how to deal with. And nice. I just jab, 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 win the match. <laughs> I, I mean, he sold so many boxing games back to GameStop. <laughs> back then, it was, it was hilarious. I mean, it's – and Neil – I imagine you've known people like this too. Actually, I've I've known it kind of the opposite way. I've known I've known people who are who got who've gotten so good at the game that they're like, okay, I'm gonna beat you, but I'm gonna use only punches and kicks, and I'm going to use Dan, or you know, they're handicapping themselves. They're not telling you what to do. Right. Well, that's not but, so bad. Yeah, but at least yeah, they're giving you a chance. Yeah, if I ever encounter someone like that, that's like when I start getting really cheap. That's <laughs> that's like when you know, I, I whip out the the uh, the, the what, what's the move that, that Guile does? The sonic boom. I do the slow oh, sonic boom, yeah. and then I follow <laughs> it. And when they block it, I throw them. <laughs> nice. <laughs> or, 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 you know, what I do is I always find with Ryu, strong leg sweep. You know, just give him the corner, strong leg sweep from the death. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, it's, that whole, it's the whole, you know, calling someone a pattern player. I mean, it's one thing to call someone a pattern player and then beat them with a perfect. It's another thing to call them right. that and you lose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a button masher. I absolutely suck at video games. They're fun, but I I absolutely suck at them. So I'm just a, ma- a massive button masher. Yeah. If I, if I win anything, I'm excited. I'm like, oh, I got so close. I only lost at the very end. <laughs> Most of the Street Fighter characters I'm pretty good with. I, I can't play online with people because the thing is, I'm pretty good. I can play against friends and family and then like get get competitive mm-hmm. to the point where equal wins and losses but you know the people who play online that are like a b c class we're talking right. about people who do this for hours a day right i tried that once and i was like and 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 the thing is what they do is they're able to do things where they're able to interrupt moves with other moves i don't know how to do that they, they're able know. to do that i mean you've seen you've seen that before right neil yeah i've seen that where it's like they 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 start doing a Shaoruken and then they immediately turn into a uh, a uh, the, the hurricane kick. It's like how'd you do that? Jeez. It, yeah, it's like wow. It's like you, I've never seen move interruption before until I saw like competitive play. I'm like wow. Ooh. I've seen it. It's, I, I'd I, be down I, instantly. There's people who count <laughs> frames. Although I don't know if 
counting frames really applies anymore in like Street Fighter 4 and beyond. Mm-hmm. These people who know exactly what what frame of animation to interrupt the move on, I'm like, you you are way too good at this. And there, apparently, <laughs> there's a, apparently there's a right way and a wrong way to do a Shaoryuken. Like, huh. it's it's supposed to be like a zigzag motion, but what I do is a, is, is a double Hadouken motion to do a Shaoryuken, and apparently, because I'm doing that, I'm a total scrub and noob. Nice. <laughs> It, but that's what I know to do to do it because the, like the up down zigzag motion I I can't do it's and I found if I do a double Hadouken it does the it does the move I'm like okay I don't care what the manual says double Hadouken does a Shaoruken I'm gonna do that right yeah whatever works <laughs> well what you can do is you can combine it with a punch if you if you can like punch someone if you hold the button down and then do the move. When you take your when you take your thumb off the punch button, it'll count it again, and then it'll go right into the super move. So you can do like a two and one. Mm. And that's kind I remember of. A, you, I remember you telling me about how you're able to chain Raging Demon into a. Yeah, because if you do Raging Demon, like the first couple hits will will just be like regular attacks, and if well, it actually it doesn't matter if they block it or not, you'll because they'll just be stuck there while you're hitting them, and then and then it'll go into the Raging Demon, and then there's just not enough time for them to escape. Nice. And that's that's another uh, that's another that's that's a major nacho cheese tactic that I <laughs> use against people who are being a little too bitchy. That's awesome. In, in my, my my standpoint is if the game allows it, it's not cheating. Yeah. If the mechanics allow it. If the game mechanics allow me to spam Hadokens from the other side of the screen, guess what? The game <laughs> mechanics allow it. And by the way, by the way, every character has an anti Hadoken. Ability. I, I mean, you know, anti-Hadoken mm-hmm. techniques and, and stuff that are easy to figure out from, from Vega to Chun-Li. Oh, nice. Because Vega can do, like, the wall jumps, as can Chun-Li. Guile has, can hurricane kick over Hadokens all day. I mean, <laughs> Blanca, Blanca is pretty low on the ground. He could, like, do the downward sweep. And right. every character has an anti-Hadoken. A couple <laughs> characters have moves where they just go right through it for some reason. Yeah. So so people who are like who are like you're spamming Hadoukens I'm like so <laughs> I mean it, it's the game is you know I wouldn't say Street Fighter is the most balanced fighting right. game but it is technically pretty balanced I mean you, you have to like you know to the point where there are people who play tournaments as Dan there are Dan <laughs> masters right. I mean, that says something because Dan was built to be purposefully weak, short range, and sucky. <laughs> That's awesome. It's action. It's drama. It's comedy. It's Decian, the superhero webcomic. Decian has superhero antics and sexy girls. Catch updates weekly at Decian.com and NoSuperPants.com. One of the people I remember from my old days in the Comic Genesis chat rooms and stuff like that is. Uh, is a wonderful artist and a wonderful human being in person is, uh, is all I knew her as was soap committee. Do you remember her? This is, Oh, this is the girl you. Yeah. To. Yeah. Yeah. She's pretty good. I think she's more than just pretty wow. good. Yeah. She, she hung out, out with us back in the day. Long oh, time so ago. Cool. <laughs> I'm putting her on my watch list. I think she's a lot more than just pretty good. Neil. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's really talented. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I was like, why were you hanging out with us again? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> Oops, that pretty. 
because I remember uh, one thing is she actually took a script from an existing Birds of Prey issue without looking at the actual comic and drew one page from the script just as a challenge. That's cool. So I was like, wow. Wow. Yeah, there are certain people in the webcomic community where I talk to them for like five minutes. And I'm like, I can't draw. Aww. No, she's actually a really nice person. <laughs> that is so cool. That's just the best. Yeah, that's Holy pretty damn good. shit, that's wow. amazing. Yeah, that makes me feel bad. <laughs> oh, you're you're a pretty good artist too. Yeah, but that's that's just fucking amazing. That is not my style in the least. It's supposed to encourage, not moralize. <laughs> yeah, like well, Mark Crilly says says stuff like that. He's like, I feel bad whenever somebody says that they want to quit drawing because they see how well I draw. You shouldn't think <laughs> like that. Yeah, I know. You should be encouraged, not demoralized. Man, there was a guy in my, uh, that I went to high school with. Fucking amazing artwork. He's not on DeviantArt. I, I only know where he is on Facebook and I can't link to it because it won't do you any good. But he's always had this amazing artwork, just the most realistic and you know working in the fantasy sci-fi genre and everything he published his first comic book on his own wrote it drew it published it while he was still in high school well i i I expected to see him like in the comics industry somewhere lost track of him like shortly after high school could not find him anywhere Finally found him again, like about a year ago. He's a, he's decided to be a teacher. Wow. And and I don't think he's doing enough with his artwork personally. Well, <laughs> that reminds me of a story. In uh, in in high school, there was a guy grade above me. Right. His name is Mark Resurrection. That's his real name. Nice. And the thing is, everyone talked about oh you because I drew and I drew in my weird style, which was a combination of Wally Wood meets Bruce Tim, and. Uh-huh. Uh, and everyone thought I looked like shit. They said, oh, you should look at Mark Resurrection. Mark Resurrection's awesome. Mark Resurrection's much better arse than you. He's going to be big someday. He's going to be huge. He's going to be the next He's going to be the next McFarlane. He's going to be. And hey, speaking of which, have you ever heard of Mark Resurrection? No. Nope. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. I know that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I how I think about uh, about this guy. His name's John Taylor, but um, not the Duran Duran John Taylor, because I've tried to do web searches for for him and everything, and the only thing I can ever come up with is on his Facebook. And I'm just like, seriously, dude, you are not doing enough. I think he did actually publish like a kids book or something not too long ago, but I don't remember. I don't have the link to it. I don't remember where he where he published it at. The thing is, the one thing you know. The people who are naturally good aren't the people who become comic artists. The people who yeah. stick with it are the ones that become comic artists. Yeah, that's true. I mean, the funny thing is, uh, is uh, what's his name? It's a freaking uh, Brian Michael Bendis started as a comic book artist because he uh, he drew some uh, he he drew some art. That, it's it's good. really hard to find now, but I've seen right. art of Mar- Brian Michael Bendis's pencils Ooh. and. Uh, they aren't actually bad. Wow. And but the thing is, people in the industry actually said, Brian, this art's not that good. You should stick with writing. Oh man. Oh, I found. I think I found his Tumblr. 
but yeah, th- that's that's an interesting story because you wouldn't have ever thought Brian Michael Bendis started as a as a penciler, right? <laughs> but it's the truth. It's uh, that's the thing. It's people stay with comics are the people who yeah, that's true. Beat down and coming back for more. I mean, right? I mean, you either do that or you just talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> or or there's an old saying that those. Those that don't teach. Right. That actually is an, a real old yes. saying. So, yes, it is. So I'm not making fun of just your friend. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, his, I uh, he... his gallery here on Facebook is uh, open for anyone to see. So, uh... Oh, good. I wasn't sure if, uh, if you'd be able to get to it or not. That's actually not too bad. Yeah. I know. I mean, I'm glad that he's doing something in that has to do with art. You know, he's teaching, I think he, I don't know if he's teaching high school or what, but I mean, at least he's involved in art because just because of how amazing his work was back then, at least he's doing something with it. But I, I don't know. I was just like, dude, I had such, it's like, we were all, I think that was, I think that was probably part of the problem for him though. Cause we were all looked at him like, dude, you're going to go amazing places. Yeah, exactly. Just you like know? the Mark Resurrection story. Yeah. Know? Everyone thought he was going to be the next Todd McFarlane. The thing is, I knew he wasn't because even as bad as an artist I was back then, mm-hmm. he couldn't draw from memory. He couldn't draw a pose. You can't say, draw Spider-Man doing this. Oh, right. He could draw something if he had a if he had an exact reference. He couldn't draw from his mm-hmm. mind. I mean, that's a good place to start, but you, you got to be able to go further from there. Right. And, and that's the thing. People didn't understand. I tried to explain that, that to someone once. I'm like, well, right. I'm not an artist like him. I'm an artist like myself where I, I could, if you tell me to draw something, I could draw it right. exactly as you tell me to. It's not going to look completely great. It's not going to look like a photograph, but it's going to look like some, like what you told me. Yeah. And and they don't understand it. All they know is pretty. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Shiny. <laughs> I mean, Neil knows exactly what I'm talking about here. It's a yeah, right. Oh, I'm kind yeah, of a absolutely. I'm kind of a mix of that. Like I can draw a lot of poses just off the top of my head, but sometimes I really need a reference. Oh yeah. But I, I have I, this I have this weird thing where I can I can look at a photograph and I I never trace, but what I can do is I can kind of I can kind of shift the perspective in my mind, and people have seen me do it. It's like, how the fuck did you do that? <laughs> I'm like, That's amazing. I don't know. <laughs> that is seriously amazing. Yeah. But yeah, yep. I'm like really. I need to work on my background art because I'm kind of like, how do I draw buildings? <laughs> Rectangles. Well, <laughs> the, you know, we've all we've all seen and worked with artists that are worse than us. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's very true. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's uh... <laughs> it's okay. My backgrounds are kind of crappy too, actually, for the most part. What's a background? <laughs> Sometimes I can do like a really cool background. Other times. It's sometimes I just do blocks too. Yeah. Yeah, you're kind of lucky if you get a background out of me, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Besides, ooh, colors! It's like, yeah, that's. Okay, I'm going to be lazy and go with that. <laughs> sometimes colors are a better answer because it's like, you know how long it takes to color? I, I didn't Oh, have, God. Have... I know. Yeah, that, people buy that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God, too, because, you know, most of the time it's true, especially when you get distracted by shinies like I do. Yeah, I was uh, I did an illustration for uh, 
for my niece and nephew um, just last night and today, actually. And it literally took me both days to, well, it was like all day yesterday. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. But uh... Uh, yeah, I was going to say it really, they should have been, after I had it planned out and inked, it should have only been like maybe a four hour process, but I kept getting distracted by the internet. Well, the problem I have with doing art for family is they seem to think that because I do it, that means I can just crap it out. God, that's awesome. On, com- on command, on, on things that they request. And it's right. Like, no. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like, it's like, hey, Ben, build us a website. It's like, no. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's not that easy. Hey, Ben, make me a big, make a birthday card for me on my birthday. No. Oh. <laughs> it's It's like, I'm good, but. When I'm home, I'm not working, and I want to play a video game, please, damn it. Right? Or I want to work on the shit I want to work on. Exactly. It's not, It's <laughs> like, Ben, yeah. it's like, you do this for a living. You should just share this with your family. It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, Neil, you know this feeling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. It's like, it's like has your, have, have your sister ever said, hey, it would be really nice for if you did this for my kids? And it's like, no. <laughs> Actually, not, my sister doesn't really do that. Good. Yeah. That's awesome. Mine does. <laughs> Thankfully, I haven't gotten too many requests in the last few years. But um, And I was thinking about doing something for our niece and nephew this year anyway. So when my sister-in-law was, was talking to me about ideas, I was like, okay, this year I'll be game for it. Just tell me what the kids like, and I'll come up with something. I don't know what yet. But something. <laughs> so far, so good. So, Ren, I gotta ask a question for you. What uh, yeah. what tips can you give us for our show? What, what what things should we like not do so much and stuff like that? Oh, geez, I don't know because I haven't really listened to enough of them yet. Oh. I know I'm an asshole. <laughs> okay. And quite frankly, every time I I, I listen, I learn something new oh, because. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's a good thing, because you guys are, like, steeped in this stuff, and I just like to watch the awesome images flashing by for the most part. <laughs> I, don't, I don't listen to the commentaries on the DVDs or anything like that. I get distracted by commentaries, and I get irritated with them, so oh. I just don't. <laughs> Even if there's, like, and I think it's, for me, it's like, after I've watched it, and I want to rewatch it, and I re- want to rewatch it, that's cool, but... I don't want to listen to the creators while I'm trying to watch it, and I get distracted between the two different things that are going on, basically. Oh, the commentary track for uh, for Total Recall is gold. <laughs> it's awesome. God. No, it is. Yeah, because it's, it's just Schwarzenegger for two hours saying saying stuff like, this is what happened on the set this day. And just <laughs> him, the driest delivery. <laughs> Oh my god! He's like, yes. It was like with the cult, you know, call this a divorce. He says, yeah, this was a funny line, <laughs> and stuff like that. It's like, wow. Yes, <laughs> someone put it on YouTube a while back. It was just like yeah. a, a two-minute cut of it. It's hilarious. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> is a source of unintentional comedy since 1985. I believe it. <laughs> I mean, where would it be without Arnold? <laughs> California might have split by now. 
if it weren't for him. Wow. I know. Just the the, the very the ah oh, crap. The words just wandered off. It's okay. It's okay. But like I said, it's, it would it would have <laughs> fallen into the ocean. Yes. Wait, no, no. Tommy Lee Jones and Anne Hage put a stop to that. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I'm just to pretend it was Schwarzenegger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's actually really funny to me that uh, that it's really hard to find a good documentary about like movie genres because they always go in, like the directors always go into political shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. that's aggravating. Because it's like it's like what the hell does Reaganomics have to do with horror movies? Yeah, I'm pretty sure nothing. <laughs> I, I just was like, "What the hell are you talking about?" It's like nowhere in there was a cons- was a coherent thought. Everyone, uh, having listened to this, I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> that is awful. Oh my God. It's, I actually um, started watching. Well, I kind of had it playing in the background, but I was sort of watching Godzilla: King of the Monsters last night. Oh God! Yes, I see. And it was entirely because of Metal Man versus Marzilla. <laughs> it's the only reason. Yes, I see. Indeed. Yes, I see. <laughs> that movie. That. That movie is so weird if you see the Japanese cut because it's like no other Godzilla movie ever. It's oh really somber. Yeah. It is. And, and then they I bring it over I here, and it's like, let, let's camp it up. How do we? How do we do that? Raymond Burr. Yeah, let's bring in Raymond Burr. <laughs> yes, I, I, I didn't even get to see the the Japanese. I would have preferred the Japanese cut because you know while I was actually trying to watch it, you know you're, you're seeing these these Japanese ladies with very American accents. Actually, the funny thing to me is is how Godzilla, you know, and, and all the giant monsters turned into like professional wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like it's like you got Mothra show up with the Hollywood Hogan heel theme. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, yeah, no, no. Well, who who would have the Hollywood Hogan theme then, Neil? Um, I don't know. Rodan. <laughs> I don't know. So I'm trying to think of like probably any any movie where Godzilla is a bad guy because sometimes he's a good guy, sometimes he's not. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, Godzilla has almost fully turned face by now. <laughs> I admit it; he is totally turned. You know, he'll turn face. And sometimes he's like, sometimes he's in between. Like he just doesn't care. Yeah. He's just like, here to wreck. Does another monster, and then he starts tearing shit up. I know, like, like Godzilla 2000, he didn't give a shit about anything. He's just like, there's this other monster, and I must kill it. I know, but in the Surreal <laughs> Monsters, he was totally a face. Yeah. That's because they were up against uh, Ghidorah, and, like, everyone hates Ghidorah. <laughs> Ghidorah is like NWO for life. Right. Ghidorah, Ghidorah is like, I don't know. Like Vince McMahon? No, he's... I don't know. You're making wrestling analogy. I'm like, I can't compare... <laughs> Yes, you can. Life. Maybe he's like the million dollar man because the million dollar man was always evil. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally compare it to wrestling because it is like professional wrestling. Of course, Godzilla's Godzilla's babyface theme song would have to be Blue Oyster Cult. Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> yeah, well, you re- you don't see the connection at all, Neil? Yeah, I can see it. Okay. But I don't see exact. Uh, analog seats of the characters. That's what I'm saying. 
Well, I, okay, I can, I can understand that, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, Kong as he appeared would be like Roddy Piper. <laughs> yeah, because the basically he's just punches. <laughs> <laughs> well, he he's like the old timer Hall of Famer that shows up and he's a scrub and he gets beat up. Right. That's why. Right. <laughs> you know, Roddy Piper episode on Godzilla for an April Fool's Day episode. Cause I'm a our, yeah, our so April Fool's Day episodes are awesome. <laughs> we go totally off topic and pretend like we were doing a different podcast. Like, That's awesome. Our first one's about Power Rangers. Oh my god! And we we got a guy on the episode who was a who was an extra in Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was he was an extra on the car washing episode of Turbo. I think. Yeah. He, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, he was actually he was actually on Power Rangers for two episodes, so we called that's we cool. called we, we we said that he starred in Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, who do you who do you expect this against? Johnny Young Vosh? <laughs> it's it's like you know, it's uh, you know you know Jason David Frank's not doing anything. Right. It's like what what do you expect? It's like ugh. Yeah. Well, Power Rangers, you know, it's it's such a weird thing. It is. Because the thing is, and, and I've known like lots of people who are like, and and I do mean lots of people that are like, you know, oh, I love Power Rangers, but I'm not going to even touch Super Sentai. It's like, <laughs> it's the same damn thing. <laughs> That's it, just funny. Well, it's like this. It's like this. It's like if you remove all of Super Sentai from Power Rangers, you're left with t- Tattooed Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. And the thing is, it's it's like saying, I want to watch Robotech, but I don't like Macross. That's what <laughs> it's like. If you take out all of Macross out of Robotech, you, you, you got nothing. Right. You got a blank screen with American voice actors. And that's pretty much what Power Rangers is without the Super Sentai. Right. It's it's like how that's can funny. you how can you separate that in your mind? You, you I don't think you if, can. If Power know. Rangers without the Sentai would be saved by the bell, basically. Oh god, it would. That that show has such an identity crisis cuz it goes from this like happy go lucky teen drama to giant monsters and then they <laughs> save the day and it's like nothing ever happened i'm like didn't you just destroy no. half of angel grove <laughs> right well, well, to, I know to, why to, I hated that show. <laughs> to me the problem is you know there are these teens and they're always doing like community <laughs> shit they're not having fun they're like doing community car washes and, and community right. youth events it's like they're like the most perfect teenagers ever I hated that show so much. And, and like, thing, th- this show needed a Jason Todd. Yeah. <laughs> it needed something. But the most we got was Jason David Frank. Yeah, yeah. And he was kind of a rogue for one episode. Well, the thing was, he was brainwashed, like, in the first episode he was there, and he yeah. was being obviously evil. Yeah, and no one knew. The one, oh, e- yeah, the one anti-hero ranger was under mind control when it happened, so it doesn't even right. count. Yeah, exactly. The, the biggest problem that Power Rangers had was it was completely under this forced continuity of Zordon oh. stringing together all the Super Sentai costumes into one continuity, and Super Sentai was never meant to be like that. <laughs> and it just makes the show look ridiculous because it's like every season it's like, oh no, our Zords got destroyed. What do we do now? <laughs> there are some new Zords and new powers. Right. And new costumes. 
Yeah. And, and it, it got to the point where finally Power Rangers did the sensible thing. They, they, they literally killed Zordon and killed the Force continuity and got to the whole each season is his own continuity thing. Wow. That Super Sentai had and the show, and, and the actual franchise was revitalized when it finally copied Super Sentai more. <laughs> it's funny. And and some people just don't understand that. It's like the weight of the force continuity is what was killing the show because then you had to mm-hmm. like know the show forever. Right. And that's always a bad idea. That's true. What were we talking about again? Stuff. Um, yeah. Well, that's right. We were talking about our April Fool's episodes. We, yeah. We did a wrestling aficionados episode. That was oh, great. that's awesome. <laughs> what we should do? What should we do next year, Neil? We should do something. I don't know. I was tempted to do Stooges. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, we were talking about like a Save by the Bell one, and I'm like, no, wait, let's not <laughs> do that. <laughs> yeah, that's probably wise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to think of a good one because I keep on thinking of stuff we shouldn't do. <laughs> Write down all the ones you shouldn't do. <laughs> Poor aficionados. Oh my god, that, I'd be on for that one. Actually, no, I, I would I would make my husband be on for that one. He's totally. <laughs> Actually, he was up until he found he discovered my little pony friendship is magic. I don't know what happened. Oh, it's Neil, weird. there's an episode of Grim and Mandy. You know, Billy Man Grim Adventures of Billy Mandy. Oh, nice. That, that was on like three years before my little pony friendship of magic started. <laughs> that actually predicted the brony movement. That's oh awesome. It's the episode where where Grim finds Billy's old tapes of My Little Pony. Yeah. <laughs> and gets addicted to them. You know that it's was funny. always kind of a thing because everyone knew that guy in the neighborhood who kind of played with the sisters' toys. Right. <laughs> but it, like I said, if you actually watch this, it totally predicts the brony movement. It's awesome. Yeah. That's hilarious. That's why I love Billy and Mandy, because Max Adams <laughs> is a genius. And, you know, Sunbow kind of seeded that anyway, because it was like, they were they were really trying to unify the uh, the shows in such a way that, you know, if you were watching Transformers, there was, there was some connection to Gem. And there was yeah, even... yeah, but at the same time, it's more of a wink and a nod versus, versus uh, a forced continuity. Yeah. Right. And there was going to be something with uh, My Little Pony. <laughs> <laughs> the the cutscene from the My Little Pony movie where uh, yes one of the ponies goes to get help and they stop at GI Joe headquarters and then at the arc <laughs> yes yes the the pony asked for help from the GI Joes asked, if, oh if that scene if that scene had been had made it into the movie that movie would have been the best ever it, what yeah. happens the shipwreck looks at you know is drinking something from a cup you know looks at the pony that flies away and then pours out his cup. <laughs> Why didn't it make it in? Dilly told us all about that, didn't he? Oh, my God. Yeah, I think, yeah, we interviewed Flint Dilly. He told us about that. That's amazing. I was like, wow. <laughs> Actually, it might have been Chuck. Yeah, it's. It, I'm having a hard time remembering, like, what what was in our interview and what was in stuff that I read. <laughs> because because Chuck had lots of knowledge yeah. about this, too. Yeah, That's Chuck the, Dixon. Wow. Yeah, well, the funny thing is, Chuck was on this uh, 
program called What's on Joe Mind. Oh, run, that shock. Okay, yeah. yeah, run by the GeekCast Radio Network. And mm-hmm. every promo for What's on Joe Mind, he says, can we talk about Transformers? They're like, no. <laughs> oh, so the thing is we invite him on an episode about Japanese Transformers and say, Chuck, you can talk about Transformers. <laughs> oh, that was so nice. <laughs> It was one of our better episodes, I have to say. That's awesome. But one of my favorite episodes we've done recently has to be the Sailor Moon episode. It's like oh, it's, oh, it's yeah. the Crown Jewel episode so far for a while. That's awesome. Yeah, I, ha- I haven't listened to that one yet. I saw that it was posted, but well, I wanted to listen to the... Um, Rumiko episode first? That one and the uh, the obscure 80s anime first. <laughs> Well, well, the Sailor Moon episode was great because because we had Kitty Hawk and Abby on it, and oh, sweet! And I got to tell lots of my personal stories from when I was younger. Yeah. My sister forced me to watch Sailor Moon with her, and even <laughs> with making jokes about that, I don't think we were very negative on Sailor Moon. No. Wow. That's amazing. Well, the thing is, there's nothing to really be negative about it, you know? Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, sometimes... for go ahead. Yeah. I was just going to say, for for the age group that it's intended for, it is pretty good. Or at least it was. I didn't keep I, I mean, after we, a while. We made some jokes about the dub, but it was never mean spirit. It was never, right. it was never this is shitty shit, shit, shit. We, it, we, <laughs> we, 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 we didn't go all Doug Walker on it, which was hilarious because a week after we released our episode, Doug Walker released his. Yeah. <laughs> nice. On Sailor Moon. and. Predictably, his episode was shit because he was old. <laughs> his whole his whole bit was he was ashamed that he got a hard on for Sailor Moon. Oh, nice! And uh-huh. he, he even had his talking penis as a character in his episode. <laughs> I think I turned it off before that showed up. Wow! And it it was this whole weird thing about that was his whole stick was was how dare they make these girls look sexually attractive. That's what they do over there, though. But the thing is, this it's 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 not really a bad thing when they age up a, when when the character has a body like that. It's not really right. pedophilia because you're attracted to an adult style body. Right. I, I mean, Doug Walker's problem is that he hasn't seen Puni Puni Poemi. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Why does that sound familiar? <laughs> um, don't look it up. <laughs> don't look it up. Well, a good example of this is it's it's a spinoff of the Excel Saga. Oh yeah, it's oh. not the girl with yeah. But uh, wow. a good example of this is uh, if you, you you've seen Bleach, right? Yes. The character Orihime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be like if you if you say if you're a thirty year old guy and you say, oh yeah, Orihime's sexy. It's like is is the reaction? Oh, how dare you? We're gonna get the party van. It's like look at her. <laughs> no kidding. It's it's like it's, she's not drawn to be a lolly. No, not at all. It's like Jessica Rabbit said, she can't help it the way she's drawn. Not a not a direct quote, obviously. I'm not bad, I'm just drawn that way. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Good times, good times. I'm trying to think of that horrible hentai series that was based off of Sailor Moon. I think it was Venus 5. It was awful. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Don't look it up. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can, but you might regret it. I remember my, uh, my ex bought that, I think, at a, when we went to a convention one year. 
brought it home, popped it in the VCR, or yeah, I think it was VCR back then. And it was just like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> this is a little too intense. <laughs> in the bad way. <laughs> <laughs> so any new, uh, any new developments at all, Ren, that you want to talk to us about? Any new ideas or things you've seen online? Anything funny? Um, dear God, you'd think so, considering I've been, like, surfing Reddit almost nonstop the last two days. That's not a a good thing to do, by the way. (laughs) You know what's really weird to me is, uh, is, uh, do you guys know who Ray William Johnson is? I'm not sure. It doesn't sound familiar. He's like the number two most subscribed person on YouTube, and what he does is, it's like web soup where he shows weird clips that happened this week on the internet. Oh, nice. But the thing is, what happened was some guy created a channel called Ray William Johnson without Ray William Johnson. Or what this <laughs> what this guy does is he grabs the exact same clips that Ray William Johnson grabs mm-hmm. and takes out, you know, doesn't show the whole Ray William Johnson part. All he shows nice. is just the clips. Uh-huh. And Ray William Johnson shut him down with a shutdown notice. Oh, jeez. Another one of those? I'm like, how does that work? I mean... <laughs> no kidding. Wait a minute, so he's not using any of any of his content at all except to cut the videos the same way? Well, all, he doesn't even cut them the same way. He just shows the the web videos that Wayne William Johnson grabbed. Like, <laughs> he just shows those videos. That's funny. Oh, my God. That's crazy. And he did a DMCA? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. That's a, that seems like... I, I, there's a, there's actually another way to, to, to go about taking someone down. It's it, it has more to do with impersonating someone online, but I don't know how DMCA really applies in this case. <laughs> I don't either. That's insane. Yeah, he had a channel called Ray William Johnson without Ray William Johnson. <laughs> wow. So it's, it, like, it's Garfield without Garfield. Yes! Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. And I'm thinking, how could that be infringing? Because he's he's not infringing off of Ray William Johnson. He's like showing the clips that Ray William Johnson showed. Right. So it, it, it'd be like it'd be like if you did America's Funniest Some Videos, where you cut out Bob Saget, and all you do is just show the videos without the funny voices. Right. That would be an improvement. Yeah, actually. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's what it is. And then all of a sudden, Bob Saget hits you as a takedown. Right. And it worked. Oh my god. It'd be like, but you didn't film those own videos, Bob. Yeah. And then Bob says, "Well, let me tell you a joke about the aristocrats." <laughs> like, yes, please do that. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Bob Saget, not a family man. <laughs> no. If you ever seen a stand-up, you'd be like, how the hell did he get a job doing a sitcom? No kidding. He, uh, What happened was his friends told him to audition as a joke because they, they're like, oh, there's no way you're going to get this job, Bob. You're such a raunchy asshole. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. And then he got the job. It's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, well, like- we got to thank that show because it gave Dave Coulier a job for a little while. True. And Dave Coulier doesn't really deserve it because, oh. I mean, what? <laughs> He's not that good of a voice actor. But you know what? I have to give him one little bit of credit because he was on uh, he was on America's Funniest People. And you, you know who his co-star was on that? Uh, it's what's her name? Arlene Sorkin. That's right. Yeah. So she was the second one, wasn't she? So he's he's. <laughs> Sort of almost responsible for 
for uh, Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I guess, but he was also responsible for the Jackalope. <laughs> to be fair, the Jackalope existed well before that. He just kind of made it stupid. Because I, I, I went on a few family vacations uh, out west, and the Jackalope mm-hmm. was very much a thing. But what, was it the fast and fast? No. Oh, God. That just that just killed me because I was like, oh no, here's this T-shirt I got from Yellowstone Park, and now it's it's ruined <laughs> <laughs> by Dave Fouillet. Yes. Oh God. Dave Fouillet. <laughs> so if if you ever see him at a party and you ask him who he is, what would he say? Hmm. If, so if you ever meet him and you ask him who he is, what will he say? I'm Dave. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, another thing that no one's going to get except for like three people. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it, Neil. <sighs> and, you, and you felt the hit as soon as it left your mouth. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> yes. It's like a Shaw Ryukin quickly oh. us with a hurricane kick. Damn. <laughs> mm, I don't know. It's Neil, how old's your computer rig? Only a couple of years. Uh, do you think you'd run Steam on it, run Street Fighter 4 on it? <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. Okay. I don't use, really use the computer for gaming that much, actually. I understand. I understand. Aww. I understand that. And the thing is, I kind of suck at Street Fighter, but I like to play against you sometime. <laughs> I kind of suck at it. I, I know I suck at it, though. So it's, I'm well, that's okay, then. I just do it for fun. That's, that's the thing. It's like, I'm not yeah. competitive. I'm not. Right. I mean, I only remember... The thing is, I never tried to be competitive, and you know, because I've known people who actually do that. Like, I knew this one guy uh, who played... Uh, what's it called? Uh, there was, like, a Doom tournament. Huh. And... You know, he was actually in like a semifinals, and what happened was the guy next to him pushed him off of his platform. Oh! <laughs> like, like literally, you know, turned from the controls and like shoved him. Wow! Like, yeah, yeah, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, competitive gaming. Jeez. There is a dark side to competitive gaming. <laughs> it's amazing. There's like a dark side to everything. It's crazy. It's- I mean, it's, you know, I, I, that, that whole world is weird, you know, competitive gaming, you know, it's like, yeah, you oh. see the people who make their own joystick, uh, units. It's like, you have way too much time on your hands. <laughs> yeah. But, but Neil, Ben Heck is a friend of this show. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but he, what he, he doesn't just like do stuff so that he, he has his own personal joystick. He's not like that. He like, he, he makes cool shit. He's, he make, he made, he's working <laughs> on his second pinball machine. Holy crap, that's cool. Yeah, he made Bill Paxton pinball. Yes. Dude. And I'm like, one of these days I'm going up there and playing it. Well, I wanted to make the electric company pinball machine. Oh my god, that would be so amazing. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, yes. twelve. <laughs> he has to do it. <laughs> There's no one else who can. Then when you shoot right? the ball at the ramp, it has to, it has to go, hey, you guys. <laughs> oh god 
Yeah. So Kitty Hawk is looking for a new apartment now. Yeah. Oh. Not having much luck. Yeah, her current one has some problems. Ooh. Insects falling not... from the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah, I'd want to move too. Yeah. That's awful. <laughs> Holy crap. Yep, she's already in Australia, so. Right. Right. Like oh I said, God. it's a, uh, you know, the funny thing, Neil, is Fest says I want to do like the hundredth ep- anniversary, you know, hundred top web comics anniversary episode, and I've told him when I'm available, and he never like contacted me about recording. Ah. So maybe I, I maybe heard the latest digs I made on them and finally decided that the funny thing is I could say the meanest shit to him to his face on right. shows and he would say you still coming on next week <laughs> yeah he's weird that's awesome no he does and I, I was like I believe it the, the funny thing is after I mean, you keep coming you keep going back so well that's because I enjoy hearing the sound of my own voice. <laughs> But funny, I don't doubt that. But the, but the funny thing is, like, when that whole fallout came, when we did our Rogue Renegade episode of the beat. Right. Uh-huh. The, the Renegade cut. Yeah, Fess was so pissed with us. I was like, okay, that's it. I'm not showing up again. And, like, the, the, like five days later, he's like, hey, you coming on the night? Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, that's awesome. It's like he has no self-esteem. Oh, that is too funny. He's like a battered spouse. Aww. It's so sad. <laughs> well, the th- the thing is, uh, what happened when I met him in person at the uh, StripCon Dallas Web Comic Expo mm-hmm. was I was just helping my friend was helping me set up my booth, and I just said, "Yeah, just sit there right over there." And Fess says, uh-huh. "I know that voice, Ben." <laughs> nice. And, uh, I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "You're totally wrong. Amazing Spider-Man was awesome." <laughs> Well, you do have one of those voices that is instantly recognizable. That's true. Yeah. Whereas, that is very true. Whereas Fest starts talking, it's like Ray Romano. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, but uh, he was arguing me in person about how I was wrong about Amazing Spider-Man. That's awesome. Yeah. And and the funny thing is, Neil like months later watched it himself and mm-hmm. said, "What again, Neil?" I I believe the the exact quote was this movie sucks. Yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, uh, I, I made this whole thing about I made this whole point about okay, uh, Ben Parker decides for some reason to like you know go for the gun. Oh right. And I thought that was fucking retarded. And Fess says any person would do that. And and Neil, what do you say to that? I I called bullshit. I I don't remember half of what I said. You know what I took issue okay. with was I. I'm just going to toss aside the fact that it doesn't line up with, with the classic mythology. What what drove me nuts is that some things were just introduced in the movie and then forgotten, like uh, Spider-Man yeah. saves the son of this construction worker, like halfway through the movie. And right. then, you know, and then the police think that, that Spider-Man trashed the bridge, and this goes on for like an hour. And oh, then, geez. and then, tw- and then at the very end of the movie, when the construction, the, that construction guy just comes back and was like, wait a minute, Spider-Man, he saved my son. I'm like, where have you been? <laughs> like, why are, why weren't you at the police headquarters going, no, no, he's a hero. It's like he disappeared. Right. He's like, get, hey, Ricky, you up for some overtime? <laughs> yeah, that was the Spider-Man movie I refused to watch because they'd just done Spider-Man in 02. And I'm like, really? We're, we're redoing this again already? 
so I still haven't seen it. The quest for it should be called Spider-Man. The the quest for licensing. <laughs> no kidding. I mean, I mean, half the movie is the fucking chuds. Ugh. Oh my god, it is chud. Yeah. Annoying. And uh, and uh, it it just it it's you know Gwen Stacy is too fucking perfect. <laughs> oh God. And and you know it's the the, the sad thing is is Captain Stacy dies. Right. He, he, his dying wish is, Peter, promise me you're not going to drag Gwen into this. Promise me you're, you're not going to drag Gwen into this weird shit with, like, with like supervillains and, and lizard men and all this shit. Just, just keep her out of this, please. Ugh, right. I'm dead. And I don't then, want her exposed to people in gaudy costumes. And, and, and then what does he do? He decides, oh, you know, a policeman who's dying wish when he, like, saved my life. That That's worth shit. Oh, jeez. You know that because they did that, she's dead in the next movie. Yeah, she she she's dog food. Yeah. Probably. And that's coming out next year, so we'll find out soon. Yeah, it's going to be bad. Probably. I probably won't go see that one either. You know what's really <laughs> funny? What's his name? Hates Twilight more than we do. What's what? his name? Yeah, the guy who plays, uh, the, plays the, the vampire. Oh, we've got a friend who looks just like that guy. It's hilarious. He hates he hates he hates Twilight more than we do. That's Pattinson? awesome. I don't remember what his name is. Yeah, something Pattinson. Yeah, yeah. something like that. You know, when he's <laughs> not in the makeup, he looks okay. I'm like, oh, he looks normal. <laughs> Poor guy. He, do, he doesn't he he doesn't have a shovel face. Yeah, it's like how how did they do that? They made him look terrible in that movie. They made him look yeah, like he they, has, did. they made him look like he could turn him upside down and start digging. <laughs> <laughs> they did. <laughs> oh wait a minute! He actually is called Shovel Face by fans. I didn't know. I, I thought that was just my oh thing. Oh my god, that's hilarious! <laughs> shovel Face. <laughs> yes. That's horrible. Yes, people do call him Shovel Face. <laughs> I did not oh know god. that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I googled. <laughs> you googled <laughs> Shovel Face? Yes. And you got him? Yes. <laughs> God. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was just my thing. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> oh my god, it's hilarious. <laughs> Shovel face. <laughs> wow. The the funny thing is, I was calling uh, what's his name, uh, Matt Smith from Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. I was calling him the kid from Mask. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> you know, I still haven't gotten through his episodes of Doctor Who yet. <laughs> as soon as I switched out Doctors again, I got aggravated and 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 I rage quit Doctor Who again. <laughs> I mean, you've seen the movie Mask. Long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think it was that bad, but yeah, <laughs> I guess I could see it. No, when I, when I first saw Matt Smith as a doctor, I'm like, what? What? what where did they? Why did they get the kid from Mask? Right. <laughs> I mean, Neil, what do you think? Do you think I'm being too mean about this? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he's that bad. But, yeah, I can see. I can see where you got that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. 
God. I can't help myself. That's okay. I'm just naturally mean. <laughs> so am I. I just don't let it out as much. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, mask. <laughs> not 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 the not 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 the Blanchard's favorite show, mask. <laughs> the old show, mask. You know the cartoon mask, mask oh, crusaders. Yeah. Yeah, he has a whole podcast about mask. Wow. Episode by episode. Yeah, I, I think we oh joked about God. having a gem podcast, didn't we? That's crazy. No, he does have a gem podcast. Oh my God, that's crazy. He has he has more than one comic book podcast. I thought he I thought I was going to be on his one podcast, and he has me on the other one. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Two like, comic book shows? Yeah, I think one is like uh, actually I don't know the difference between the two of them. I think one's a one's a review show and one's I don't know. I don't know what the other one exists for because he had me on as an interview and it was like it was like breaking the trend of the show. It was like a different. It's like not actually what he normally does on that show. Mm. So I don't know why he is huh. too. The thing is, the thing is, I'm still trying to start my own comic book podcast and it's really hard to find like a perfect co-host. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Because I have a formula in my mind too. It's like the first 10 to 20 minutes we're talking about, oh, what's coming out this week? You know, these mm-hmm. solicitations coming out this week. Yeah, I'm going to pick this up. Yeah, I'm not going to pick that up. Yeah, that, that, that guy sucks, that kind of thing. And then after that, there's a brief break and then come back and we have a 40 minute topic. About mm-hmm. like a topic like Watchmen is overrated, or uh, or uh, the history of the career of Brian Hitch, or something like that. You know, huh. that's that's the formula I want to do, and it's and and it's kind of hard to find someone who's like knows a lot about comic books who's willing to talk about. It, you know, I may know somebody here. Do a search on this guy. Okay. He's a he's a comic writer. And oh my god, I I personally don't know anybody who knows more about comics than, than he does. It's insane. And I used to work with him too. Richard Pulfer. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you live in Illinois? Yeah. I do. Neil. Yeah, I live in Illinois as well. Oh, I'm sorry, Neil. That's okay. North, south, east, west. I'm about thirty miles away from Chicago. I'm west of Chicago. Oh nice. I'm west yeah. of Chicago also. Ah. Um, I'm more than 30 miles though. <laughs> I'm not quite to the Iowa border, thank God. <laughs> I drive to the suburbs for work every day. It's a uh, good 65 miles one way. What's the name? Uh, if I may ask, what's the name of the nearest metropolitan? Uh, Rockford. If you want to oh, okay. call it metropolitan, <laughs> really, it's the armpit of Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Yeah, it, it really is. Uh, we like to pretend we're a little Chicago, so Rockford or Chicago, take your pick. <laughs> I'd rather live in Rockford than Chicago. I don't know. We're uh, we're we're competing with the murder rates and stuff. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. At least it's not Naperville. Uh, I suppose that's true. With the red roof in that doesn't have a red roof, <laughs> as Neil tells me. Yeah. That's awesome. Because the the hoity-toity people in Naperville couldn't couldn't have a red roof in, so That's the red hilarious. roof in has a brown roof. Oh my god, that figures. Yeah. I've been to Naperville. It's like this is nothing special. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, Chicago stories. 
<laughs> oh, sadly, we did an episode on Bozo already. Aww. So I think we did more than one somehow. <laughs> well, Neil, that's because you love Bozo. Because that's a the thing is, I remember doing more than one show talking about him, but we did one where it was like because that what's the guy, Mr. Peppermint, or yeah, Mr. Peppermint died, and so oh. we did a, we did a show like that to kind of memorialize him, and it was me and Tom Ravor, and we're both Chicago guys, so we right. basically just took over the show and we're like, blah blah blah, bozo, blah blah blah. <laughs> they did yeah. it the Chicago way, Ray awesome. Rayner, <laughs> the Chicago way. That is awesome. You know, the the funny thing is, you know, it's, you know, someone if someone lived in the Chicago area, you know, mm-hmm. but one would think that Bozo the Clown would be something nostalgic. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I just, I don't know what, what Doug's thing is about that. I, yeah, if you didn't maybe, know, Doug maybe he just think that Chicago Maybe he just thinks that Bozo doesn't have the, uh, doesn't have the exposure that other things have. I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah, Doug well, Walker lives in the Chicago area as well, and he's never once talked, as an assault critic, talked Bozo. That's insane! Yeah. I know. I watched Bozo all the time when I was a kid, every morning before I school. I know. I know. That's insane. I know. Whatever. We all, we all knew he was a fraud to begin with. <laughs> Apparently. But, uh, you know what's sad Jeez. about that show is that almost the entire archive is gone. Oh. Yeah, so all that stuff with Cookie and Wizzo. Yeah. No one has it. That blows. I know. That was the best stuff, too. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> people people hear me describe it, it sounds like a dumb kid show. It's like, no, you don't understand. <laughs> right? <laughs> this had, like, a layer of adult humor to it. Yeah, it did. It was the basis for Krusty the Clown. Yeah, and even so, that. Krusty doesn't really capture it. <laughs> He, he gets close sometimes. Right. I mean, uh, what's it called? Uh, you know, what I love is that, you know, Krusty has all these other side characters that they rarely show, but when they do, it's like, oh, my God. It's like, because they never show a full episode of Krusty, so you don't have a good feel of what it is. Right. Like, uh, like he has, he has like, a, he has, like, a character called Corporal Punishment. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's awesome. And uh, teeny ballerina, which is this really fat ballerina, <laughs> and, and you could tell that that the the staff of the Simpsons were Bozo fans. That's fantastic. I mean, it's you you can tell you can tell. <laughs> I mean, you'd have to be blind to or, or, or retarded to say you don't see the Bozo, you know, homage in Krusty the Clown. Right. Well, the biggest homage was the voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Krusty's voice is based yeah. off of uh, Bell's voice. <laughs> they outright said it. They outright said, it. "Yeah, it's, it, it's it's Bell's voice." That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, our our show. God, what was the name of that show? Uh, the episode that we did that was uh, children's programming. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's that we actually have a lot of clips from Bozo in that show. Nice. <laughs> Mainly because I, like I said, we based Tom and I took over the episode. And, I was like, there's going to be Bozo clips in here. Yeah. That's awesome. They, they did it the Chicago way. <laughs> Including clips of the uh, the Three Bears segment from Bozo. Oh, my God. If you know what that is, then you know it's golden. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I remember it well enough, but I will be looking that up. <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm the mama bear. Someone's no. been sleeping in my bed. Well, don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yep. That's amazing. Well, I I always I always enjoy that kind of wink and a nod humor that they do for children that you know adults can watch and get yeah. different enjoyment off of. Oh my god, absolutely! It makes it bearable for adults at the very least, you know. Yep. Sending you some more art, Neil. That I'm finding on DeviantArt while doing random searches <laughs> on their front page. Nice. Because Neil likes looking at random art. For me. Oh, that's cute. Neil isn't saying anything. I'm looking, yeah. <laughs> it's Scarlet Witch. It's a very cute Scarlet Witch. It is. I like that the artist stopped at like her elbow and was like, that's enough. <laughs> I do that when I'm sketching. I'm just like, I'll draw the hands. <laughs> Who needs hands? I just draw little squigglies. Artist needs hands. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so I'm glad you're still listening. Because, you know, all these episodes... Neil, where did you find that literal Japanese translation of the Teen Titans theme? Literal? Because the the Japanese translation of the Japanese version of the theme is not what the English version is at all. I just looked it up on, on YouTube. I'm like, well, this is the cleanest version. It's got both. Uh, oh, you, 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 didn't, you didn't read the translation? I read the translation. But that's I funny. that's... Yeah, I read the translation, but it was after I was, I was done... After I was... That was like the best result I could find, and I was like, "Okay, I'll just use this." It says the translation and everything. Oh, it's <laughs> hilarious! Because, it, they, but they're not saying what the English opening's saying at all. Yeah, that's and that's cool. and I was reading it. I'm like, "Yeah, that's very typical Japanese." Because it, it's like, it's like right. all the all the uh, all the hardships that kids have, like uh, you know, doing your homework and and not staying out past curfew and listening to what daddy says and stuff like that. I'm like. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I can imagine the the lyrics are actually that. <laughs> nice. The the thing is, the thing is, Puffy and Yumi just suck. Oh. <laughs> they aren't good J-pop. I'm sorry, they aren't. They kind of suck as J-pop, honestly. I I can't really give an opinion because I can't remember what they sounded like. Two Japanese girls singing badly. Oh yeah, there is that. Oh. <laughs> it must have been like not that great because I don't. I remember it existed, and that's about it. No, there there were so many better Japanese, you know, J-pop bands back then. There was yeah, I believe it. I mean, uh, I I can't believe you actually found Totally Spies theme with because they stopped playing the one with the lyrics like yeah. way early on. Because that's actually oh, a licensed yeah. song. That's from a that's from a band, and the lyrics are much more adult in the in the real <laughs> version of that song. I'm like, why would you adapt this for a kids' cartoon? Right, that's awesome. Yeah, the Totally Spies is one of those weird shows, you know? Yeah, definitely that. And Neil, I still don't, I still don't see how the three characters like have complete, you know, they, they, the personality seemed to like merge in my brain. Yeah, <laughs> and we we started comparing it to uh, Powerpuff Girls, but I don't think it really lines up analogously to Powerpuff Girls. It, it's mm. like there's this, yeah, Sam is the smart girl, Clover is the, is the you know, really prissy, vain girl, and then right. uh, Alex. What was her thing again? That's I don't know. I don't it, remember either. It's like she was the. I guess she was the techie girl, but not really. But but wouldn't Sam be the techie if she's the smart one? Yeah, not necessarily. The, I don't know. 
I but, mean, is any one of them the leader, or they don't really have a leader? I, I don't know. I, I've always assumed that Sam was the leader. Clover is definitely the one that's, like, different from the other two just because of how, how stuck up and snobbish she is. She's, like, the rich girl. <laughs> right. But they're all kind of rich girls because they're, like, Beverly Hills. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't get it. It's it's you know what we forgot to mention is that it's basically Charlie's Angels. I date that yeah. joke. You remember I said their version it totally of Charlie? Is. Remember I oh, said that? Oh right. Oh yeah. Okay. Then we did get that. Out. Okay. Good. Because I, I was like, yeah. oh, how do we miss that? No, I it totally it. is. Yeah. And the funny thing is, this was made like around the time that the the reinterpreted Charlie's Angels movies came out. Oh, the the one with what's her name. Uh, Cameron Diaz, the, yeah. the farce movies where they're totally farces. Yeah. And it's like, the, 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 it's just really weird because Charlie's Angels, the TV series was like played almost straight. And then the <laughs> farce movies came out and then this came out. It's like, right. What's going on here? Yeah, that, that show was so weird. But, you know, as a kid, I'm like, wow, why am I watching this? And why do my pants feel funny? Yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> Like, it isn't really good, but I'm somehow strangely drawn to this. <laughs> and the funny thing is you don't have any analogy to the angels in your comics. Yeah, well, three's a crowd. <laughs> nice. Aww. Although there is a third female character coming. Ooh. I, I have a... Uh, I have a jokey character that I introduced in uh, in one of the Drunk Duck books. A character who's much more anime in in in, uh, in characteristics. Like, she's really bubbly, and she's got huge anime eyes and everything. Googly anime. Nice. And, and her name is Palody. Oh, God. <laughs> well, you, well, you did, you did, nice. you did have Goldie from, uh, yeah. Yeah. from Crossover Lord. Yeah. She, well, she was like a – she was only ever on one page, and I'm like, God, everyone liked this character, so I brought her back. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the funny thing is, Goldie's where you were able to stick that I'm Dave joke really well. Yeah, because, like, Dave had gotten everyone except her, and I'm like, yes! <laughs> so I got to use him again. Well, Neil has a running gag in his comics where he has this character named Dave, and yeah. uh-huh. whenever, it, it, Neil's joke is someone shows up and asks, hey, who are you? And <laughs> the only words he ever says in the whole comic is always, I'm Dave. Yeah, and oh, then nice. it's, it's presumed that he has other things to say, but the scene always cuts away. <laughs> and the thing, the thing is, there are some people who don't get the subtlety of the I'm Dave joke. Yeah, because awesome. there was another comic artist who borrowed that character, we'll say. And, mm-hmm. and all he did was just in the background shout, I'm Dave! Yeah, and it was like... <laughs> that's, it's like it's like made him look like a retard, like, Duh, I'm Dave! Yeah, that's <laughs> not really what Dave is. Dave is just this guy who kind of hangs out, and he, you know, he's not, he's not really in the click or anything. He's just kind of mm-hmm. there, and everyone's <laughs> like... Uh, like uh, so, uh, what's your name? Uh, what do you? And, and then he goes on Dave, and then like the scene ends. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Hey, you there? I'm Dave. <laughs> I'd like to get That's your opinion awesome. on something, Mister. Um, um, <laughs> yeah, and th- th- that's the whole uh, Dave joke. And like I said, yeah. there's this one guy who like borrowed Dave and right. just have him just show up in the background while two other people are talking, saying, "I'm Dave." Yeah, the thing is, no one was even talking to him. <laughs> that's that's part of the joke. Oh my God, that's awesome. It's it, it it like I said, it's just some people just don't get the joke and they just like to steal, steal, steal or borrow right. or something for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, the, that's fantastic. Yeah, the Comic Genesis crew are, you know, most of the time don't do that. It's like I still hang out with the Comic Genesis chat room. Yeah. Oh, there's some people in there right now. Neat. Hi, guys. <laughs> I didn't realize they still had a chat room. Yeah, they do. Crazy. I went I went to the forum like within the last couple of weeks. I'm like, it's dead. Wow, this place is dead. Wow. Yeah, I remember you up. could like leave leave a post and like refresh and like like six or seven posts will have like new comments already. Yeah. Jeez. And like nowadays it's like, well, I guess I'll come back next week. Oh jeez. Yeah, it's 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 dead, but the uh Oh, people are saying hi back to me in the chat. Neat. Yeah, Good they're deal. talking about uh Brown Eyed Cat has a new three D S and uh and uh, slowly making progress in Skyward Sword. Okay, I'm just reading what they're saying. Um <laughs> No the, no it's actually a very funny place. They uh they That's talk cool. You know, Mick Smith is still there. Uh, you remember her, right, Neil? I uh, think so. All the old Comic Genesis crew, you know? it's. Unfortunately, I remember all the negative people. Most of the most like who? Bobby Crosby. He, never... I mean, he was never really on Comic Genesis, but he kind of stuck his nose in things from time to time. Nowadays, he's he's mostly preoccupied with like writing his movies. <laughs> Wait, he's never going to do a movie. <laughs> yeah, Bobby Crosby does does a web comic, and uh-huh. when he releases the web, comic, he already has it. He already has a film treatment written for it. Oh my god, that's crazy! I mean, that's cool, but that's crazy. It's he's got insane. one for "Marry Me," which is "Marry Me" sucks. <laughs> it's it's very much a Mary Sue on Meets both Mary ends Sue. of the yeah, it's on both ends of the expre- of the spectrum because. The girl in that is like impossibly generous. She's she's 90% a pop, pop singer. She's, yeah, she's a pop singer who gives away like over ninety percent of her uh, of her profits to charities. Wow! Like, Come on. Really? <laughs> and and the guy is predictably a school teacher. A perfect school teacher that everyone loves. Yeah, because now nowadays school teachers are heroes. So right. of course. My demon. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, yeah, and and there's this rather infamous scene where it's just the girl and the guy laying down in bed, and all they're doing is talking, and then they're just talking about how perfect they are, and like nothing even happens in the scene. They don't make out or anything. Oh my god! It's like, it's like this. This is someone who just not even writing a comic. It's just someone who just wanks off on his keyboard, and it's like <laughs> this is such this is such great dialogue. <laughs> Oh my god! Is it Bobby Crosby who uh, who who came up with this stupid comic about zombies boarding a plane? Yeah, that's he has a zombie <laughs> comic, and that that's another infamous scene that everyone just like howls at because it's so stupid. It's like it's, it's like amazing. we could just we could just load up airplanes with zombies and in hoodies in yeah in uh, in Unabomber hoodies and and uh, and sunglasses, and it's like all they have to do is like bite someone on the plane and and the infection spreads and. And I'm like, this is way too much thought put put into a zombie plague. Yeah, just a bit. And there's there's a really funny shot of this, where it's this this horde of of zombies in in hoodies and, and uh, sunglasses. <laughs> like, and you got awesome. you got some artists to do it, and the artist is like below Rob Liefeld. 
Yeah. Well, the thing that pisses Neil off is is one of his artists is actually really good. Uh, right. Yeah, but Remy. But Remy. Yeah, but Remy's doing other stuff nowadays. So. Yeah, Remy's do working for Gis- Remy's working for Giselle Lagasse, and Neil's like, I'm happy Remy's working for somebody that has a soul. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Because Giselle Lagasse's awesome. Have you seen her stuff? Mm-mm. She does like she does like five six comics. Wow. And she works for Archie Comics. Oh, that's cool. She has, like, a comic empire. Dude, like, that is very cool. Like I said on the last show, like, one of my one of my ideas is, like, I'm going to combine the, the anime style with the Archie style, and then I find her website. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I bet somebody's doing it. Holy crap. That's amazing. That's kind of cool. Yeah, when I saw her art style, I said it's like Adam Warren meets Archie Comics. Yeah. yeah. That's the way it should be done. Nice. All right. I'm going to have to get off, guys. Okay. Okay. I got to go to bed. So All right. Sorry, All for right. Talk, sorry for talking your ear off. Oh, no. This has been fun. Yeah. Are you kidding? Um, this has been fun. Yeah. What I'm going to do is this is probably going to be like a two-part episode because we usually use the, the post-show stuff. But yeah. I, I usually clean it of any of any uh, personal information. Right. So. Yes. That's but cool. It, yeah. It'll just probably like be like a bonus uh, part two. Where it's awesome. just us talking about nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I, I seriously, I do, I do love the post, the pre and post show stuff that you that you add in too. That's Thanks. Cool. The funny thing is, Fest like made comments about that too. He's like, you know, <laughs> no one likes listening to the pre and post show. Why are you even? I love listening to that stuff. And, and, and Fest is like, shouldn't you guys be recording? You don't want to lose a chance for content. And he was like, <laughs> Fest, I record everything. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, seriously, I love listening to that stuff. Makes it seem like more real. Yeah. Yeah, like normal, well, relatively normal people. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think I think what I'm gonna do is kind of keep the political stuff out of it because, like, af- like I oh, said, yeah. after that one Retronauts episode, I'm like, eh. really? You don't you, you don't like the you know how how like these movie people like segue from from about the. Uh, Making movies to you know fuck Ronald Reagan. You don't think that's a funny thing to talk about? <laughs> well, we to talk about it. That's one thing, but like I don't like I don't like mixing like reviews with political opinions, and I, I yeah. it really soured me when I heard that. I'm like, yeah, maybe we should do that. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's cool. All right, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna get out of here, guys. The dog's starting to whine too, so. All right. Okey-dokey. All right, I'll talk to you guys soon, though. All right. All right. So right. thanks for having me on. Oh, we loved having you on. Yeah, it was fun. Oh, thanks. It was fun. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. It's time for intermission, boys and girls. Do you like retro shows? Did you grow up in either the 80s or the 90s? Then tune into Telecast, GeekCastRadio.com's newest podcast. Join us here on the Telecast as we revisit some of your favorite shows, such as Clarissa Explains It All, Salute Your Shorts, Saved by the Bell, and much, much more, only on GeekCastRadio.com. Hey, I'm Gary. I'm Mike. I'm Chuck. 
And I'm Justin. Join the four of us every week on the Internet's number one and longest-running G.I. Joe podcast, What's on Joe Mind? It's Joe news, reviews, and interviews like you've never heard them before, delivered right to your MP3 player. Our guests include Jason Marsden, Kevin Michael Richardson, and Matt Yang King from G.I. Joe Renegades, Larry Hama, Robert Atkins, and John Barber from IDW Publishing, and many more from around the online Joe community. Yeah, it's guys talking about Joe. Think of it as Joe talk meets sports talk. And we make fun of Chuck. Right, and we pay again. Come on, Chuck. We're just kidding, kinda. Sometimes Chuck makes fun of himself. Right, and we... Okay, seriously, this is just getting ridiculous now. It's What's on Joe Mind, every week on the GeekCast Radio Network, InsidePulse.com, Stitcher Smart Radio, and iTunes. Download and listen today. I suppose I still can't say something about Transformers, can I? Good No. What about sports? That sounds good. Yeah, that's alright. I command the drawbridge. Open! Yes, that's right. We have traveled to Eternia to enter Castle Grayskull. Join Optimus Solo and TF Gen Mike as they find themselves telling tales of Eternia. We cover all things He-Man in this 45-episode-long podcast. You can find us on iTunes and www.geekassradio.com. By the power of Grayskull, we all have the power. And now, back to the show. Oh, oh we, watched a, we watched a really awesome uh, French animated movie. A French anime? Uh, Yes, uh, Gandahar, the light years. Um, it's actually animated by North Koreans. You know, that name reminds me of a little movie I've only heard of but never seen. Mm-hmm. The name reminds me of Xanadu. <gasps> oh, yes. The penis is evil. It spreads. No, no, no. Xanadu, right? not no, Xanadu. Oh, that, was That's, uh, oh. that was the last movie of uh, what's his name? God, I can't think of it. The dancing uh, guy? Yeah, the dancing guy. Uh, God damn it, what's his name? Fred Astaire? Fred Astaire, yeah, that's right. Xanadu was Fred Astaire's last movie? I think yeah. so. I think so. Let me look this up. He went, he went out on that piece of shit. I've never Actually, I can't seen... say anything because I haven't seen it in years. Uh, Xanadu is... Xanadu is, is definitely white people whiting up this go. Well, it has ELO and Olivia Newton-John. Even though I actually like that era of ELO, and Olivia Newton-John is awesome, but it's like, the movie is like, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, let's see. Yes. I can see why he changed his name. Um, born, <laughs> God, the guy was born, uh, let's see, his name was Frederick Austerlitz. No, wait, it was Gene Kelly. Oh, Gene oh. Kelly, okay. Yeah. yeah, that makes more sense. Gene yeah, like, Kelly. Yeah, like, yeah, Gene right. Kelly. I knew it was one of those dancing guys. Yeah. Zadadu killed Gene Kelly. Uh, oh. Years <laughs> of Perseverance is the section on Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, oh, this is awesome. This is awesome. See, I, I knew that this was possible from watching uh, Survivor Man, uh, but uh, but Mental Floss, the guy just lit uh, a bowl of Doritos on fire, and it's like smoldering like a candle because of all the all the oil that Doritos are oh, fried. Yeah. We used to take Pop-Tarts whenever we would go camping <laughs> to, as kindling. I mean, that shit always worked. <laughs> well, there's also like, cow patties. 
Yeah, that's true. If you want that lovely smell, at least when you burn pop tarts, it's a lovely burning strawberry esque smell, I guess. Yeah. Well, I yeah. love. So there was an episode of. Well, the the funny thing is this: at least for nearly everyone I knew growing up, everyone I knew hated cherry pop tarts. Cherry pop tarts are bullshit. It's all about the strawberry unfrosted. Blueberry. Blueberry's okay. I'm okay. But with uh, but uh, the funny thing is everyone hates. You know cherry pop tarts where I growing up, and apparently this is not this is not just localized to where I grew up because there was an episode of South Park where uh, where basically South the town of South Park is overrun by homeless people, oh, and boy. they treat it like the zombie apocalypse, and they're like we run out of food, and they're they're stuck on their roof, and they're like we ran out of food, and 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 one guy says, but Randy, we still we still have cherry pop tarts, and he's like. <laughs> Like I said, we ran out of food. Oh. Yeah, those were always the last ones in the vending machine. Because <laughs> it's like it's also like Gatorade. When you go to the store, you notice which flavors go first. The first to go is red. Is that usually red? Then yellow. Then well, no, blue first. Then yellow. Then red. And then orange. No one touches the orange. There's like <laughs> shit tons wow. of orange, and it's just sitting there. And like I went to the store, like actually three different stores because I've been going everywhere lately, and they were all sold out of Gatorade except for the orange ones. And I was like, I'm not getting one. Fuck that. No, I'm not touching that orange. That's disgusting. <laughs> Just like so your I brother actually, with, I'm not getting a GoBot. I'm leaving with nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'm leaving with oh. nothing. Yeah, yeah. Oh man. But it was, it was like, no, I'm not drinking that. I will drink. Powerade before I drink the orange flavor. And that's saying a lot. Wow. <sighs> wow. That is actually funny. You know what the funny thing is I discovered when I was in high school? If you take if you take a uh, pixie stick mm. and mix it with water, it tastes just like Gatorade. It's got some I think it's got some salt in there, so yeah, I can see see how that would taste the same. Because like the the magic of Gatorade is it contains a, like salt enough like in, that's in your well in human blood it's actually the same amount of salt that is in human blood because the whole point is you're replenishing fluids and that's why the original Gatorade it tasted like blood so it made it while it worked it made everyone throw up. <laughs> <laughs> I always sort of tasted like it tastes like sweat and piss. Is what it I hear. Yeah. going down than it does coming up. Yeah, That's... well, as as I've been told by by people, if Gatorade tastes good, you're dehydrated. But if it doesn't, then you've drank enough, and it's it is actually true. Because like, oh man, this Gatorade is the best Gatorade on earth. Oh, why is my skin like all wrinkly and shit? Uh, uh what, oh was that not part of the story <laughs> but 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 yeah we we should watch gandahar because this is like some fucked up french sci-fi bullshit it's very well animated i have to say and when i found out it was north korean animated i was like wow you can really see the slave uh you know blood and sweat all over this oh speaking of which uh it's uh so, some of the franime we talked about was mm-hmm. stuff like uh like uh you know Oban Star Racers, which is just, which I didn't yes. like. I can't wait for Ladybug to come out whenever the fuck that's coming out. They've been like announcing that for like what, like two years now. Mm. Mm. 
but we're the, getting something we're getting something else too. Uh, another North Korean animated film. Trevor was downloading it. I forgot what he called it, but but the, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what's going on with uh, Umi no Masaki anymore. <laughs> that series has just gone complete. I just caught up with it like last night, right before I went to bed. I was like, oh shit, that updated, and I was like. I'll read it. I was like, what the fuck is going on in this? I don't even know anymore. Uh, then Sankarea has just, like, Sankarea's ending has just totally turned into what? Oh, like, now she doesn't, ha- now she's an amnesiac, and, like, if he can get her to remember herself, I think she he can turn her back into a human or something. I'm like, what? what? That's stupid. But I understand she has to turn back into a human based on like what the series is like. But, but amnesia, come on. Yeah. Yeah. At least the Ron and the Gray Worlds ending is looking to be pretty excellent. Like, I was reading that on the bus yesterday, and man, that is an awesome series. The series has totally lived up to everything it's set up, and also lots of tits and ass. Yay. Yeah, and so, cute girls. Oh, well, speaking speaking of which, um, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Sekere is uh, getting close to its ending too. Oh, really? I might have to go back and check that out. I kind of got off the boat for a while because it's like uh, it's getting long. <laughs> I know, but the, the, the artist keeps on throwing all those girls out, so I thought you were. I yeah, I, I but like after a while, sometimes with the series, if it goes on for too long, even if I particularly like the artist, I'll I'll step off for a bit because I'm like mm. I'll just wait for the ending. <laughs> and any so who are your favorites in that one? All of them. I like the main. I'm gonna go ahead and just say I really like the main girl a lot. Like she's Mitsubi. just so bubble. Yeah, she's just so adorable. Um. And then the uh, the man who was turning into one, I like just because that's hilarious as fuck. Well, they they sort of stopped like at the half. I'd say halfway two, point. I'd say yeah. it's closer to two thirds. Yeah, and I thought that was I thought that was hilarious to 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 pull that in. Um, but I have to admit that like with a lot of series, if you reach over a certain like number, I I tend to walk away. I did that with Roroni Kenshin. I've done that with uh. I read Naruto. I forgot what chapter I gave up on Naruto. Three? It was like, <sighs> no, because I actually worked at GameStop. So, oh God! So we got free cop, free cop. Well, it was free to me. Shonen Jump. So I just read them because they were oh, like, oh, uh, there it is. Turns out Naruto is a Christian manga now because it turns out that the whole their whole <laughs> world was started when uh, when a woman ate an apple from a tree. Oh well, Japanese pull that sort of shit all the time. Yeah, the, it's yeah. it's always out of context, like like Evangelion. Yeah, well, it's just because oh, Evangelion's like, on purpose, Neil. No, it no. There's a there's a thing in anime where they they throw in like Christian references, but it, they're they're not really they're not really meant to mean anything. Like, I remember uh, one, one of the Lupin movies does that, where they reference uh, like they reference Adam and Eve as if it's like actually part of history, and but. But it's yeah. like, well, how do you know? What? Okay, <laughs> well, they, 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 there is a new study like come out that like there's some evidence showing that Jesus never existed. It was just a plot by Roman nobles to keep the rebelling Jewish people from rebelling anymore. Like, hey, your savior already showed up, and he said that y'all need to just shut up and take it. 
look, I have a book that he wrote, or at least his, his apostles wrote it. Check it out. You can't read, so you're going to just assume whatever I say is real. <gasps> so, yeah, but the Japanese love to play loose with that sort of stuff. Yeah. It has to do with, like, also that Christianity went completely nuts in their country and that they all, the ones who still believed in Christianity, even after all the purges and stuff, they believed that they were all descendants of Jesus's family. So, wow. yeah, when they came well, in contact... That's just what? like the more that's just like the yeah, Mormons. I was, was going to say that's very yeah. Mormonish. <laughs> but they came up with this on their own and it was because a lot of the ancestor worship got put into Christianity there because they were cut off. And so when the Roman Catholic Church got in contact with them again, they found out that they had all these crazy ass beliefs that were just not part of mainline Christianity and they had to actually go and say, "Okay, no, we don't believe these things." Well, the the good news is, if it wasn't for Christianity in 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 Japan, we would never have tempura. Well, yeah, I mean the the Portuguese did bring that, and then then they told them GTFO. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, thank you for the tempura, and thank you for all the for the guns. Um, we don't want your Christianity. Get the fuck out. The Dutch may stay because they're not so proselytizing. They just want money. Which we're fine with. That's cool. But the funny thing is, uh, is you know, I've I've dealt with lots of people who do worship of anything Japanese, and I'm not talking about just anime. Like, uh, I I think you you all know that I used to be a blacksmith. Hmm. And you know, lots of people worship the katana as like this ultimate holy weapon, and it's and and honestly, it's 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 a like a it's it's. It's an okay cavalry saber, but other than that, there are better swords. And uh, and uh, a good example of this is that there, there's lots of mythological uh, false history tellings of like a, a, a nobleman knight fencer versus a samurai. And the thing is, this you know, I've looked through all the history, and there is no recorded time that this happened. No, there was no, never, no, no. There was never a fencer that fought against a samurai. A, a foil or a, or a rapier versus a, a this never happened. But yeah, what did, well, but what did happen was a very interesting story that I love to tell. Uh, Japanese pirates once it, once uh, once attempted to uh, to uh, board a Portuguese trading ship, and uh, this is the only time I could find anything close to this. Uh, and the the Japanese swords were useless because all the uh, because the Portuguese trading ship were full of pikemen. And I don't care how good you are with a sword. You're going against a pike, you're going to fucking lose. Oh no, our weapons are useless. So these were Japanese pirates, Woko? Yeah, and so okay, what happened well, was... Woko, Woko were actually, uh, were not, for the most part, Japanese. In fact, only 20% of Woko had any Japanese blood in them. Most of them were Chinese. Like 70% of Woko were Chinese, and then 10% were Rikuan. Um, but they might have gotten Japanese weapons, yeah. The point remains, this is the closest historical story I could find. Yeah, yeah. And like, in that, and in that case, it's like, okay, so you got a bunch of pirates on a ship versus, like, these got... Well, these were basically trained killers on the ship. So, but yeah, that's, that's not going to go well. But, yeah, like... The, the way the story ends is perfect, though, because... 
the the, the pirates were were herded into a cabin and, and remained there. The pikemen keeping them there long enough. It, and this is how long they kept them held there. Long enough for someone to wheel a cannon with grape shot to the door. Nice. Wow. That's per- that's pretty brutal. <laughs> But like even the like even the Japanese recognized that while their swords were you know pretty cool they weren't worth much because like Oda no, Oda Nobunaga when he was like hey there's this island that makes guns let's go there and like they went to uh, I think it was Tsushima was the island and um, and they showed him the guns and he was like because they had made improvements over the European guns and he just bought all of them and that's how he took over Japan. Because fuck you, sword is stupid when you've got a gun. But the the point remains is is it, it actually does like bother me a little bit when people talk about katanas and they say, and, and they talk about the bullet splitting and I just point out you know Annie Oakley could do that shooting at a kitchen knife right? Yeah, but you know like I said, myth it just becomes a big myth and everyone's like. Oh, did you hear about like the ninja that killed like a million people or something like that with just a knife? This is a knife. A knife. A knife. Yeah, I did hear some crikeys yesterday. I was, I was very pleased. Crikey. This is fucked. Yeah, it's, but it's, <laughs> like I said, it's just frustrating because, because uh, you know, when I lived that world, it's uh, it 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 just felt like. It it, just, it it felt like, you know, being pulled through the other side because the one thing that pissed me off was I was watching a special on uh, on the Japanese swords on Discovery and they were call they were saying that what creates the curve of the blade was jacketing the steel, which is bullshit. It's not about using two different types of steel, having a, a, a one type of steel for the core and another type of steel as the jacket does not create the curve of a katana. What creates it is differential tempering, which mm. is created when they coat the edge with with clay, which creates what the, what's called the haman, the uh, the temper line, and that's what creates it, not the not the jacketing of steel. And I explained that to my dad once. My dad says, "Well, I think the people on TV know more than." I'm like, "No, they don't." Well, it's also Discovery Channel, which I, I wouldn't exactly. Discovery Channel now like airs things about mermaids and dragons yeah. being real, so it's not exactly the most accurate of all channels. In fact, like I would say that about like most, t- you know, channels nowadays, because like well, even though well, like the, even though like Discovery Channel actually started out as like public access. Well, not public access. It was a it was a public channel, kind of like PBS, and then it eventually evolved into a corporation. And well, well another another yeah. instance I remember was there was a, used to be a show on History called Conquest, and mm. they had a special about Japanese weapons, and the host called the sheath of a katana a, a sagio. And I'm like, no, that's the cord that's wrapped around it. The sheath is called a saya, and and I was and I and I was like, why don't they know these things? Oh, okay. So I found out who the ultimate owner of Discovery is now. It's like the same people who own uh, a lot of business magazines and and entertainment. So they don't even really care about yeah. they don't care about facts anymore. Yeah, Discovery and History used to be great channels, and now I can't watch them anymore. Well, it's because what's happened is is like in in this attempt to just get the ratings, they they just 
gave up on what they originally were, which because like cables, cable used to be profitable enough that you could just like not have a lot of ads and you could have your network on there and people would subscribe to it. But now it's like the subscription fees aren't enough. So you have to sell advertising and to sell advertising. You have to get your ratings up and to get your ratings up. Well, you need to get rid of that uh, long haired crap and start like having ancient aliens all on all the time. So every network is slowly becoming the same. Well, it's, it's, it's part, it's part of the, um, it's because a lot of them are owned by the same companies now. Like, I think actually there's like four now. And so they're going to like, when I saw Pawn Stars on Lifetime, <laughs> I mean, that right there just shows it really honestly is. You might as well just have four channels because it's four corporations. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. We, we do not want four channels. Well, no. Uh. Well, actually, there's four ABC channels here. Uh, like, no, yeah, that, I was the uh, four. We got it. Okay. We understood. <laughs> I think I'm happy with my uh, – I think I've got like 20 over the air here and I'm I don't miss having the hundred channels because I honestly did not watch most of them it was like I don't know who does I I have cut my cable I know actually I know a man my father-in-law he actually he is the the king of tv he can find the best things on tv like he'll just call you in and say look look at this isn't this awesome and then you're just you're there for an hour because he's found something really great he knows all the channels. Yeah, he actually even he logo. Can, I think he can actually sense when something is good on. He has that magical ability. Also, MythBusters is a hell of a lot better without the commercials. I, I have know. to say, because like uh, here in Australia, they they air it with only like two commercials, and like it's, I'm like, wow, this is great. I wish TV was like that back home. Oh, you know who my, uh, who's your favorite King of Fighters character? Uh, shit. Probably either King or Mai. I like King a lot. I like King a lot, too, but it depends on if she's in there. Because, some, like, some of the King of Fighters, she well, in the earlier King of Fighters, she wasn't there. And then there was one of the recent ones they didn't put her in. I don't know why, why they put, there, her, there's, put her there's there. Something, there's something about a woman wearing man's clothes. Well, she's also just competent as fuck. Like, she's just, like... Well, that, that's what you. makes it work, too. That's what makes it work, too. Yeah, well, that's what it makes work all, all, all the time. It's just her confidence. So, when she's in the game, I always pick my, her, and then usually Athena. And that's my team. Athena is just, like... Athena is broken as fuck. Like, she can't actually fight. But I just pull her out because I can beat people with her. <laughs> Yeah, but then you're not using it the way you should be. Well, I mean, what I do is I just spam with one move with her. She's got one move that's decent, and that's it. And like, it's if you just full pattern player. Yeah, fuck you. I'm gonna spam. <laughs> um, I, think, I think that's called a winner player. Yeah. I know, but I, 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 I've been. That's the thing. I've been listening to 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 that stupid that stupid idiot I was telling you about. It actually, yeah. uploads his Street Fighter Four online plays where he gets his ass whooped. He keeps on saying so, like total padded player, and he's beating me because it's internet play. Okay, let me put it this way: with the Athena move, I have to be able to execute it like really fucking fast. So it's not like a matter of I'm I'm just hitting the same move over and over. It's I also have to be fast enough in order to do it. So it's like. I practice a lot on that. 
That's, now, probably uh, if I were to play now, I'd suck because I haven't played in years. What's really funny is he, he actually claims that the people who he's playing against have a lag switch. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm like, really? Well, everyone's against you. It, 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 what's really funny is is he beats one guy in one round, and then all of, all of a sudden the guy like gets a double perfect on him. <laughs> and, and, and he's like, well, that's real suspect. I'm like, no, I see that all the time, actually. I've seen people, I've seen competitive players throw away the first round just to see your pattern. Yeah. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it's actually funny that this this guy's like, I, I love listening to, to people like this whine because, and watching on other people's channels so he doesn't get any ad revenue. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> yeah. Those kind of people are just like, it's like I'm. I, I accept that I am not a very, I am not a very good player. I know, but, my he best, called, yeah. uh, but he calls himself like the number one ranked Street Fighter player in the United States. Is what happens. He, he calls himself that, and then he goes and does yeah. this stuff, and it's like, wow. Yeah, I've 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 never done that, and like never will because what the f- what the fuck, dude? Come on, like, um, that's just. Well, whatever. I mean, if that's, that's how he ha- it's happened. What if he's having his fun, you know, being like that, then that's great. But I mean, I've only had one really good victory in a fighting game, and that was against this guy who's like had never really been beaten. Like no one had ever beaten him. And it was we were playing Capcom versus SNK two, and I had my typical team of uh, Chun Li, Nakaruru, and uh, Mai, yeah. and. Yeah, and totally kicked his ass when I got to my, and then he almost yelled out, you stupid fucking butt, and then he stopped, because he, he looked at me, and I was just like, are you really going to call me a bitch? <laughs> and I was like, that was my best victory ever. I, I figured since I had blown his cool, I had, I had done something amazing. That's but the I never best to do when the people are like serious and you do that to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I continued to beat him. Like I continued to beat him, and then he finally just said. Then I finally just said, I, "Okay, I, obviously I found the magical, the magical team that beats you. So I'm going to sit down and let other people play." And then they kept getting their asses handed to them because my kicks all balls. She just like that 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 strong kick of hers is like devastating. It's slow as shit. It's like, it, it, you can just see it coming from a mile away, but if you're in the air and you do it, like she's just coming down anyway. So she's just going to smack you really hard. And then you get to see her ass too while she's doing it. So that's great. Yay. Yay. I am a ninja. And she is actually a much better ninja than Naruto. Yeah, she is. And I uh, now I'm remembering the Fatal Fury anime, <laughs> which I I used to own because I got it for free or something like that. Uh, that was pretty bad, <laughs> but it so, was done in uh, that. What? Uh, actually, a funny story is one of my coworkers, Adam, was wearing a Madoka box, uh, uh, Madoka shirt today. Oh, uh, like Madoka, Madoka box or um, no, Magica. Magica. Oh, Madoka Magica. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, I was like, you watch that? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, and you're saying? Yeah, it's awesome. Well, but well, it's because it's. I've heard that series has drawn made some people insane. 
the series is really about um, how society is is taking everything away from you and giving you nothing and then letting you die in a gutter. So, yeah, I can see why some people have gone insane. Oh, thanks for being a magical girl. I'm going to go ahead and spoil it for you because you're not going to see it. Oh, thanks for being a magical girl. Now that you've expended all your energy giving us energy so that our alien civilization can thrive, you get to die and become a witch, which is just basically energy for us. Thanks. What do you mean? So the debt that I got for my wish is for nothing? Yeah, you die in a gutter. Yay. But actually, you don't die. You become a witch and you kill everyone you love until someone kills you. Yay. Yeah, that series is awesome. I need to see the I need to see the movies because I've heard the movies go a little bit more in the depth. And then uh what's the other series I've been watching? I am looking I for I am looking for art on the uh, DeviantArt. I'm not seeing anything I'd like yet. Lots of ponies though. Ponies are popular. They're easy to do. Yeah, but I want to see some like good stuff right now. I mean some sonic art, of course. Um, oh, some photos. You know what? I'm okay with the photos that are on DeviantArt, but sometimes it's like I want to look at art. Yeah, but DeviantArt's really just about all art, so. More sonic fan art. <laughs> yeah. I can't. Like, DeviantArt's okay, but, like, I've noticed a lot of people have gone over to Tumblr, but I know Tumblr's about to go completely stupid so wondering what the next thing's gonna be yeah well there's always uh there's always the foundry if you need to post art yeah but i'm just saying like i i don't know that we seem to be in sort of a transition period with like social media and stuff like that so i'm kind of like <sighs> well i guess i'm gonna sit around and wait till something comes forth or Maybe nothing will come forth. Maybe we've reached that period. Maybe someone needs to make it. Yeah, well, unfortunately, that that's that requires, like, they'd have to come up with something extremely different and new and, like, have the time and money to do it and know the right people. And uh... Well, it's always fun to know the wrong people. <laughs> wrong people always fucking the ass. <laughs> Let's see what's on. Well, let's see what's happening with. Oh, Ogloff has not updated. Yeah. Uh. Um. Let's see. Yeah, I gotta. I gotta do some pages of age restricted. Yes. And then I gotta do the Animal Crossing Dushinchi. Uh, I gotta do two pages of quickies. Um. Shit. What else? And then there's a new series I'm gonna start. After Quickies is done, mm. called Triple. Oh, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, Triple A One Sex Shop. Okay. Which, yeah, basically it's it's uh, the Beatnik runs a sex shop. Oh, so is it gonna be? Is it gonna be like a a a? Uh, is it gonna be like a Twilight Zone sex shop where each device has a different hidden meaning or? Or... Yeah, kind of like House of Secrets, you know, like uh, the beatnik basically acts as the narrator, sets everything up, and then, like, it goes from there. Uh, so that's what I'm thinking about doing, because I, I really like quickies, but it's I wanted something that kind of, like, things kind of tie together. So I was thinking maybe I'd just start it over and call it Triple A1 Sex Shop. 
because that's a funny title. Does the beatnik <laughs> also sell yo- also sell Frogert? She does now. That's mm. good. Yeah. Well, actually, you should probably let's see here. What's this? Oh, thing? I'm. Yeah. For yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> this was really their golden years. Oh uh, yeah. I... Perhaps this will teach the gentleman. You also sell Frogert. <laughs> If I remember correctly, I think this is one of the episodes that Brad Bird worked on. Yeah, I think actually this is. Um, it's early enough. It's before 1996, so. But for you, I shall put Frogert into the shop. That's good. Yeah, Taro Frogert, which is awesome. I had some the other day, the Taro-flavored uh, frozen yogurt. Oh, so good. So sour. That's bad. That is good. No, that is very good. <laughs> what you do is you put the coconut all over it and then some chocolate chips. Well, I thought you put the lime in the coconut. Yeah, you can. they have lime too. I'm not even shitting. They, they, do. they have lime to put on it. I'm like, it's already sour enough. No, thank you. But, uh, but yeah, it's uh, so are these going to be like haunted cursed items at the sex store? Nah, just mostly just, uh, you know, uh, and maybe some of them are, maybe there's some of them, but it's mostly just like stupid, dumb fun. Cause I've got a few ideas about a bubble girl, um, that I oh, want to throw in there. And Mola Mola Man will probably get continued under this one. At least there's no slime girls. Oh, there'll be slime girls. There'll oh. be slime girls. It's actually, what's going to be cool is I'm actually going to be opening this up for, uh, reader suggestions. So it's going to be kind of like quickies, except I really will emphasize the reader suggestion part. So people can just send me an idea and then I'll do it. Well, like I said, you have to, you have to like, you have to have like weird cursed items that like do. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean like quickies is full of that shit too. So it's like, I I think it's just, like I just want something a little bit more structured than quickies, just like, so that there's sort of a continuing storyline. Is Dandruff Dandruff Girl ever going to return? (laughs) Maybe. It's set in the the Jar universe, so, yeah. Who's happily married to the Black Mage. (laughs) I just love how that just took a life of its own. Oh, man, I was there for the wedding of Black Mage and, and Dandruff Girl. It was done in my forums. There was, like, over, like, 300 people showed up for it. It was, like... Jesus most, Christ. Yeah, it was an epic event. Like, everyone was there saying, We love you! And, oh, it's such a beautiful day! And, and Robert and I showed up to, to be there and say, We give our blessings. It was just epic. Um, Does Dandruff Girl actually have a name? No, she has no name. Uh, they might have they might have given her a name, and I don't I don't think I remember what it was. I just remember Dandruff Girl was married to the Black Mage, and then there were ventures that they had. I mean, we had an R, our RP uh, section of the forum was like insane, um, and that's part of the reason Yuki got carried over to SGBY because I think the RP tradition sort of followed me. Which I always enjoyed that, seeing all that, and yeah. But forums are dead now. I was just looking at the poor Filthy Figments forums. There's no one posting anymore. Oh, well. 
Everyone's are very definitely... hard to keep alive. Yeah. Well, I think it's just because, like, now that there's Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and, like, I mean, that's why I just said I'll just have a chat room because then, like, people who really want to come by, they'll come by that. And then if you're just wanting to know basic things, you can go over into Twitter and Facebook. But forums are no longer necessary to, you know, to keep in contact with people. Also, they're just they're just hard as hell to maintain. They are. And like, they're security. They're security. Bug. I mean, I had one of the most secure forums out there, but, like, spammers were the part well even spammers now aren't going to forums like i've actually the few forums i actually check now i've actually seen a decrease in spam as i think the spammers have moved on and when the spammers have moved on well the fu- the funny thing is is that aa gets so much spam comments that we actually have a plugin just to handle that oh god yeah i, I think it's just like to the point where now it's like if you want to like like and also like comments on particular comic pages i thought about doing that for a while but then i was like but you know it'll get spammed so i've been thinking about doing it sort of facebook based you know like an individual thread gets posted to that particular comic actually you could do it through discuss because discuss actually has a very powerful api Uh, and no, i'm not going to i've i've played around with discuss and it is such a hog that I'm just like, no, 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 no. It's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, I've seen too many people's websites crash because of that. Well, Discuss so, does, does if on the longer discussion threads, crawl a little bit, but... Uh, yeah, so I, but even then, I'm like, if that's going to happen... Also, I, if I remember correctly... So, yeah. real-life Iron Man suit commissioned by the U.S. military... Is it going to break the person's back? <laughs> that was actually in the movie, wasn't it? Yes, it was, because that actually happens. Um, like, I, 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 love, I, love how, I love how Hammer says, it, technically that pilot survived. I'm like, what yep. kind of life would that be? Yeah, because like, shit like that happens a lot with military projects. Like uh, the time they had, a, they had a tank, it was like early AI. And uh, they thought they had taught the tank to fire at certain targets. Well, okay, so they had a demo day, and they sent the tank out to go shoot the targets. The tank just started randomly firing, even into the crowd. And they found out why later on. It had le- Because the only days they could take the tank out to the firing range were cloudy days, because that was the days that the snipers didn't go out to do their practice, it learned that it should only fire on cloudy days. It happened to be a cloudy day, the day they were showing off. <laughs> Actually, yeah. that, uh, that reminds me of uh, during World War II, the Soviets tried to teach dogs to run with, uh, with, uh, with mines underneath uh, German tanks. But the problem was uh, the tanks that the Soviets were using, like... Uh, Look so similar to the from the front as the as the uh, Panzers that they pretty much turned around. No. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, there's like there's lots of like or like. Uh, what one of the there? things I thought was really cool that we should have actually done in World War Two was uh, was they were going to drop bat bombs over uh, over Japan, and I thought that would have been cool. 
Bat bombs? Bat bombs. Oh, okay. So what what they what, what they were gonna do is they're gonna drop bombs with sleeping bats in it, and like <laughs> over a certain height, it releases all the bats. All the bats wake up and and fly, and the bats just like go into all like the old wooden buildings in J- in Japan and roost to sleep, and then all the incendiaries on the bats go off and. <sighs> Yeah, that that work. <laughs> <laughs> actually, they proved it did. They did a test run, and it actually did work. Yeah, but then that later on, there were studies that showed, and this is McNamara found this out, and this is why they ultimately used the nuclear bomb was they found that no matter what they did, the Japanese just didn't care. So they finally just did the nuclear bombs because they were like, well, if this doesn't stop them, then nothing will end it. So. They found the thing that'll stop the Japanese, which is nuke. Yeah, because uh, they were firebombing like crazy, and they still were not surrendering. I just, so I don't think bat bombs would have worked very much on them. I like just saying that word. Well, bat bomb is pretty. Well, like it's just it's like it's like the American military comes up with some of the craziest ass like ideas, like. Let's charge the ionosphere. What, what purpose do we have charging the ionosphere? I don't know. Let's just do it. <laughs> what about the – well, the uh, the British had some ideas like that too, like the bouncing bomb. Yeah. I mean this – well, it's just because like when you give people money and they just come up with some crazy-ass shit, like – well, Howard Hughes especially like took a lot of money from the U.S. government to help build his spruce goose and then also just – Let's build some crazy-ass shit. The Hercules. Yes. The funny thing is that thing still is still competes with, like, the new Airbuses in size. Well, part, a lot of the planes that are, like, being uh, built nowadays are all, like, wonderful uh, Cold War designs that were, were scrapped because they were, like... Uh, these are just bullshit. But now they need money. Now they now they need new stuff to sell. So they're thinking like, oh, well, we'll just um, we'll just pull that out of the mothballs and we'll build that. But it was a shitty design. Yeah, but they don't know that. We can sell it to them. Like uh, the latest the latest car- uh, like fuel carrier, which that thing still hasn't been built. And I know about this because it's all it's all basically down in Lower Alabama. This is, this battle's been going going on. It was Northrop Grumman versus Boeing to build the new uh, fuel carrier. Boeing's didn't actually carried less than the current one. And Northrop Grumman's, of course, did better. So they awarded the contract to Northrop Grumman. Boeing sued. So went through the courts and finally the judge said, no, no, Northrop Grumman got it legitimately. Boeing sues again. This time Boeing wins. But then Northrop Grumman sues. And then it's decided that both of them will work on it together. So they've now made the worst fuel carrier ever. <laughs> but there's a, there is a size chart of planes, and as you can see, the uh, the Hercules is still on it. Yeah, it, well, it's because like I think that's like at the limit at which you're like at that at that point. Seriously, you should start thinking about dirigibles. So dirigibles because. Uh, yeah, that's a lot of force and lift. It's a lot of plane. Yep. Yeah, so at that point, just strap a big ass uh, balloon to that because just think about it. it's made out of wood. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy. 
So, so technically, you know, it's uh, this could be considered the first uh, show, you know, first movie with Yogi Bear in an arc. Neil? Yeah, I, I, I heard. Okay, uh, I was, I was waiting for, I was waiting for some. No, I'm not going to do that, Ben. I'm not going to consider. I don't, I don't know if, if Yogi Bear, Yogi Bear and the Spruce Goose was before or after the arc arc. <laughs> well. <laughs> Okay. And I really don't care to find out. <laughs> oh my god! It's like as soon as they got the idea to cross over all those old Hanna Barbera characters, they had lost the point of those characters in the first place. Yogi Bear belongs in the in the forest. Now you just sound like a racist. <laughs> Fucking bears! <laughs> he belongs in Jellystone Park. Doesn't belong in a in a wooden ship. A flying wooden ship where they fight against the, the greedy genie and the prankster. I did not I don't even know what they were thinking when they made that show. See what I love about that is that there were two there were two shows like that. The first one is they were like, Greed is bad and then later they're like, Let's go hunt treasure. <laughs> The funny is thing this, is, sorry, someone on my Facebook feed posted some birds eating some chicken skin. They're like, "Is this cannibalism?" I'm like, "It's no more than a dog eating beef." <laughs> well, birds eat birds all the time. I know, but it's always it's always amazed me that people are like really shocked when they see birds eating other birds. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, Watch a falcon bird. someday. Yeah, the, the, it's. I think it's just that people don't really think about like birds being different species. Yeah, you know, they think of bird. It's a bird. Bird is bird. As someone who's had duck before, bird is not bird. Yeah, bird is not. Also, okay, let me. You don't even want to get into the evolutionary differently. Like, it's a minor bird eating on chicken skin. Okay, these birds are very distantly related. Like. Millions of years, like dinosaur era split. I'm talking about, like. Well, I, I remember seeing the special on the Learning Channel about about uh, how the how the dragons have different species too. Oh like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> no, no, no. There's actually a bird here in Australia that hasn't changed since the days of the dinosaurs. Uh, it's really awesome. It's uh, called a magpie goose. So, and uh, it's, yeah. Neil, did you ever watch that or the mermaid? show no oh i gotta tell you this i gotta tell you this there's a girl at work named jasmine <laughs> okay the, kitty hawk's already laughing i and, know where uh, this is going <laughs> and she her, her her boyfriend's a doctor like like a like a physical therapist doctor he has a, a phd he, he's he's an md but he he's he's like a physical therapist most of the time so what happened was uh was she she tried to tell him that she watched this show on the learning channel about mermaids being real and he and basically he proved to her that it, no that was a fictional movie and he would not let her live it down he keeps on telling her about it over and over again <laughs> it's like evolutionarily speaking you could not get more distant than a fish and a human yeah if have you seen the special neil I have not seen it. Because... What they say, what they say is, and you'll love this. Is what happens are 
they said apes were like like foraging on the shore for like oysters and stuff and then they decide oh they like it so much they're just not going to get out of the water and then eventually turn into mermaids see there's a reason i stay away from shows like this that's it <laughs> you would love this because no i, guess... I would hate it <laughs> i i would i would put my foot through the tv screen <laughs> but you you would enjoy like taking this apart piece by piece there's it it's so wrong <laughs> that it's not even worth the effort it's like there there there's it's like multi-tiered wrongness and it, <laughs> it would take days to deconstruct it it's just not worth the trouble because it's like okay fish is over here human is over here their last common ancestor was um, something on the order of i don't know maybe 300, 400 million years ago. About 400, I, yeah. Yeah. But but you would have loved the fact that they they said this is true because there are dolphins that that pat hunt with humans for fish, and that shows that the, the dolphins learned this from someone else. Oh yes, I'm sure they did. I oh, have you seen the latest China Illinois? I haven't watched uh, this. Watch China Illinois. Oh my God, China Illinois is like. The best thing ever. The latest one was about was partly about ancient aliens. It was great because uh, how Steve deals with it. Um, but the last episode was about college, and it was brutal. It was like, ah, oh, yeah, this is this is how it is. And then the first one was even more epic. And like, I mean, you've got to watch this season. The season is just really, really good. But uh, they had the announcer from from the History Channel do playing one of the characters. So you hear his voice like, "Did ancient aliens build the pyramids?" And it's it's great. Neil, what's yes. the answer? No. <laughs> no. Feel like, are you sure? Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Did the Jews build the pyramids? No. <laughs> Probably not. Too early for them to have been there. Okay. You sh- did I ever? I told you about my friend Peter and how he's like deep in conspiracy theories now. Right? Like what kind I, of conspiracy theories? Well, he starts talking about the eight Jew bankers and the Jew- Jesuit order. <sighs> oh, he he took the Rothschild thing a little too far, didn't he? I mean, it is true that Rothschilds does own like a lot of banks and they are part of the whole world bank push, but it ain't because of a religion. And he also talks about, he also talks about how Alex Jones is a plant because his wife's (laughs) sister is in the government and he's basically there to like give lots of weird loony ideas and then occasionally say something that's true and it's buried beneath all the other stuff that you don't know anymore. See, that's my favorite kind of conspiracy theory is when you have someone who is just so loony that the other loons are like, no, no, no. He's a Poe. <laughs> now there is there is something too. Like the Russians did this a lot, where they would spread several stories about the same incident, so that there wasn't like there wasn't a way to figure out which was the truth. So there is a little bit too, like you know, spreading fud. But I don't think Alex Jones is doing that. I if, think Alex Jones is. is just is just having fun now. 
I think Alex Jones is in the same school as like Rush Limbaugh. He knows what he's saying is crap. He loves the money. You know, it's it's that sort of thing. Like I can understand that. If I were being, if I could shit, if I could be paid to just spout out bullshit all day, that'd be the greatest job ever. I can make shit up all day. Actually, some of it will be true, and people will think it's made up. <laughs> well, that reminds me. You have you totally have to call coast coast to coast one night and make up some yep. shit. Well, I actually have my own uh, time traveler bit that I've I've worked on for years. But oh, like me. I said, no, 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 I'm not doing that. Um, I'm going to be put. I'm not going to be one of the people that calls coast to coast. I love coast to coast, but I'm not going to be one of those people. What kind of story would you tell Coast to Coast, you know, just just to see if if you could lead people on and think that they believe it's real? Oh, God, they'll believe it's real no matter what, dude. (laughs) I know. But but Neil sometimes has a good imagination of what kind of bullshit he likes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I think I'd probably go right for Time Cube or something like that. Time Cube. Oh, I know. You could could say that that, that, that one – Live action quick time event uh, cowboy video game is actually a documentary that was created to to tell the story of a real life uh, hero that has to travel through time as a cowboy or something. I don't know. Well, I could tell the story of like, which is actually true, but people don't believe it's true, about how NBC got the rights to the end of the Iraq War, which is a fun a fun story. Oh oh oh! oh. Uh, I sent Neil this one this one uh, video called Real True History. And he'll, mm-hmm. I said to Neil, and he was like, oh, I love shows like this. And then it's like two minutes later, this is a joke, isn't it? Yep. And well, it, because for like, for the first two minutes, it looks like a real history yeah. program. And yeah, he was yeah. like, I love shows like this. And he'll describe it to Kitty Hawk because it was hilarious. Basically, it's about some, some Old West uh, outlaw, you know, who, who is uh, so so hard to catch that there was only one photo of him ever and then it just keeps panning over the same fo- photo i'm like okay this is a little ridiculous they keep doing that <laughs> and then they start to they start describing his his married life and his family and as they're doing it it pans over his crotch i'm like okay this is a joke <laughs> yep. yep but for for the first two minutes neil thought it was real yeah. and then they started yeah. bringing up other people and they, it was like photo not available photo not available and then there was like there was like multiple ones of that on the screen at the same time. I'm like, this is just stupid. <laughs> but you love it anyways. Yeah. Well, did you, did I show you the one about the uh, Trajan's wall? No. Okay. Real true history. Trajan's wall. I'll, I'll look at it. Well, you know, about- I got to get off for, okay. the, I'm sorry. I got to go. Cause okay. uh, I just realized it's almost 1230. I need to eat. I need to get going. Yeah. Probably eating would be a, be a good thing to do today. All right. Well, there you go. All right. Well, All right. Good speaking to you, Kitty Hawk, and let's do an episode soon. Okay. Um, I, I'm really thinking we should do an episode maybe about, like, uh, Gandahar is a really interesting uh, thing. We've been getting a lot more, like, North Korean animated stuff. So uh, I can get you a list of, like, of it, and if you need it, we can get it for you. Because uh, Gandahar was really interesting, and then when we found out it was North Korean animated, we're now getting more North Korean animated stuff so it would be fun to do a north korean animated show because it's sort of like north korea has been one of my obsessions because it's just sort of like 
it's a horrible supervillain land. So, but I mean, if you don't want to do it, that's cool. We can just talk about French animation. So, but y'all did an episode about that. so We haven't done a full episode of Franime yet. Okay. Yeah, we could get some and, and do that. And like I said, Trevor has the Robocop animated series that we could, the good we could one? watch like as a watching. The good one? Like, you know, Montrose is watching. Uh, I think it is the good one. So okay. we could do a Montrose is watching on that. But uh, so whatever y'all want to do, we could probably, let's see, what am I doing next week Oh, we also need to do. You also said you're gonna do another sketch fiend this this month. I want to. I'm 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 really wanting to. I'm really hoping like I can, but the the issue might be that the move like yeah, yeah the move might put a kibosh on. What are you doing? This piece of bullshit. Yeah, actually, um, I wanted to bring something up because I I had I had put the I had put a request out to a lot of people, including Kitty Hawk. You know, if anyone wants to do like a fan comic for a fan comic arc, I'm doing in DC. Hmm. But you know, if you're too busy, don't worry about it. You know. Well, when, I, when, when do you when do you need when would you need it by? Because like that. Um, probably like early to mid January. Oh, oh well, I can definitely time. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That's fine. That's All right. Fine. Yeah, that, no, no, no. The only reason I'm like harried right now is because I'm trying to do a move, get ready for Supernova, and um, we're currently working on a big project, uh, like a big website project right now. So okay. it's like. I'm just like, if it wasn't for the move, I would be a lot less harried. It's just that I'm having to spend, like, a lot of time just looking at bullshit and then telling people no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, definitely I can do that. Okay. Yeah. I, I just uh, I just didn't want to sound like I was asking for something and then you were really... Oh, you, no, you, no, uh, no, The other no, night I, I was like, hmm. No, 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 no. I would have. Okay. If you had told me it had to be done this month, I might say that's pushing it. But yeah. like January, that that's that's perfectly fine. I can definitely oh. do that. January is a ways away, Neil. I know. You say that now, but <laughs> months kind of fly yeah. by sometimes. Yeah, the, that the is true. Because I'm like, what happened in September? I know it's fucking October. I can't fucking believe it. Uh, anyway. So what, we, what well, we need to do is let Kitty Hawk go first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I gotta go. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk later and okay. shit. All right, night, y'all. Thanks. Night, night. <laughs>